Hello, everybody. I'm Joe. I'm Derek. And I'm Matt. And we are the hosts of Beats, Beats Balls, Balls, and, and Bourbon. Bourbon. We are the official drumline of Louisville City supporters uh, here for you to serve you in all kinds of ways, not just musically, but in entertainment as well, I, I guess. I, I don't know if that's, one, that's a good way to put it. We're here to entertain you. <laughs> We're here to be very loud at soccer games. That's right. And uh, hopefully they're having a good time. We had a good time uh, watching the game last week, finally, after a win. It was, right? it was nice. It was, it was, it was nice. nice. Wins are better than losses yeah. or draws. Derek, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. I feel good. That's good, man. You, you look good. You look felt. I know. I can't help it. Derek. Everything's nice and soft. Do you see? Look, he's, I, I, there's something about him. When, he, when you say hello to him, he's got this. <laughs> hello. I'm Derek. Matthew, how are you? I've uh, been pretty sick this week. I finally am sick. Awesome. I've, just, I've been wretched. I just felt like I was going to die. It's just been horrible. But, hey, we won. We did win. So and I'm finally starting to feel better. So Good. Good thank to hear God. that. Yeah. And uh, we'd like to thank all of you that are joining us now. And, of course, we'll, we'll have some, uh, some some great guests for you in a little bit. Howie Lindsay has uh, agreed to come on. He'll be here. He's already here. And they have Glenn Grum. Hello, yeah. sir. He's here. Mm-hmm. And then Mike Bromelow is going to be here later. But we want to say thank you. To our guest last week, we had Brad, or two weeks ago, Brad Estes was here, and he gave us a lot of uh, great information about himself. Yep, I would say, oh, sorry, every time we say Brad, we, we toast. Brad Estes. Brad Estes, there we go. Brad Estes. He was great. Uh, Shauna Farmer, who's actually going to join us in a little bit. We, we're going to be pushing this Angel Share deal every show, uh, and we have a regular segment now for about five minutes uh, where she's going to join us. Uh, we also have Matt Dalton, who is going to Capos uh, through here because they've earned it. Derek, I mean, they've worked so hard, and they deserve to, you know, to have a little bit of airtime and get to know them. Yes, for sure. That's that's. I agree. They need to, they need to continue doing what they do, because if correct. not, then you and I and Matt are going to have to get up there and do it, and it's going to be really else. awkward. Yeah, it'll be a little weird. Oh, I forgot my scarf. I forgot my scarf. I apologize. Yeah. But anyway, um, Joe is wearing the lovely Groove Machine scarf. That's right. But before we begin, we said we promised that we'd tell you who's going to be here next week. Usually we take uh, a week off, but we, the way the scheduling worked out, we had to do a show next week because our premier guest. But first, uh, the, a couple of the other guys are going to be on here. Jorge Pazmilo, who is one of our ca- uh, capos and has been for, you know, I think he's been here since the first year. I, I think. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. But Jorge, he's a wonderful guy. And we're talking about, you know, his, you know, the passion that he brings to the game is just unbelievable. And I'm really looking forward to talking to him yeah. a little bit about that. And then we have not had uh, one of the heretics on yet. And the heretics are a great bunch of guys. So we have um, Jim, James Pizzolatto, who is known as the king, is going to be – he's going to be here as well. But our big guest next week – or two, yes, next week, information, uh, you go to the person on top. You go to the, you go to the capo to capo. You go to the, the top of the heap. So John Neese is going to be here. I guess he's the chief financial – what is it? What's his name? His chief officer – Chairman. He's chairman. the chairman. Chairman of the he's, he's the cream of the crop. He is. Uh-huh. And you so, know what they say about the cream of the crop? It rises to the top. That's right. Thank you. Always rises to the top. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Chairman John Neese. That, that feels very uncomfortable saying it that way. But John Neese is going to be here, and he's going to. I'm really looking forward to that. It's good to have. That we're gonna, uh, good to have him on, and then we're going to have a, let you know about a couple other guests that we have scheduled later on. But now, a little bit disappointed. I have to tell you, normally we start this off with a poem, right, about the game, uh, but called Uncle Luigi back on Saturday, and uh, he had been locked up, as, as everybody, yeah. if you're following the show, Uncle Luigi has been locked up, well, found out that he's not in prison anymore, 
But it's not what, actually no, he didn't oh. get released. So oh. we're trying to we're trying to look for him. And uh, I, what do you think? I, I, I betting a known fugitive. I, I guess we are. I'm not objecting to that. I just want to know. So I, I'm wondering if we can. I don't know how we can contact him. I, I, I've I've been. A little worried about him, and I do, do have his number. PGP encryption and onion routing and all that. Did he yeah, sneak? Him on so I, Did I, he sneak something into I don't the? No, I. You know, he's he's. A, is that? Oh, we muted. Oh, here we go. So we're trying to reach out to Uncle Luigi and see what's going on here. Hello. Hey. Hey ho. Ho. It's Uncle Luigi. Is this that? Luigi. Hey. Is that you? Is this that group? Is this that groovy machine? <laughs> yeah. Uncle Luigi, what are you doing? How are you doing? I'm 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 calling to speak to my nephew. Hold on. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Hello, Uncle Luigi. Hello. It's Joey. Joey, my boy. I was calling to speak to you, my beautiful nephew. Ah. You know everybody. He's, he's my nephew on my father's side. Oh. He's once removed. Once removed. I say he was once removed to Utah because he flipped. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 So, laugh, but I digress. I, I mean, Uncle I, I mean, what you know, not for nothing, but what, what happened? I tried calling you Saturday. You're not supposed to be wherever you are right now. You're not supposed to be there. Well, it's it's interesting. You see, uh, there are many who are under the misguided notion that I've been remanded to the custody of our federal authorities. Yeah, I was worried about that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who told you that, but they are gravely mistaken. <laughs> I'm currently retired and living in a rather modest Italian district outside Havana, oh. and we call it this. We, we call it the spaghetto. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. Wait a second. That doesn't. You're gonna tell me that there's a, there's a. You're gonna tell me that there's a part of Havana called the spaghetto. Is that? Are you serious? Come on. You're, you're talking I make to your this up? I, I don't I know. Not make this up. Okay. I'll so, tell you. Go ahead. So you I'm sitting here with my paisan Nunzio. You know, Nunzio, he ain't too bright. No, huh? He, he, he keeps trying to enter his ATM password in the microwave. <laughs> pretty stupid. But the, what, he tripped over a cordless phone. He tripped over a cordless phone. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, Go it ahead. takes him an hour and a half to watch 60 minutes. <laughs> but, but remember this joke. You remember. Go ahead. Un polo con comiti al indietro non puoi ancora depore uova quadrate. Right. Yeah. Which is? A chicken with backwards elbows still cannot lay square eggs. Come on, Joe. <laughs> you haven't been away from Jersey that long. I know, I know. You, but I don't get to see as much as I, I don't get to see the family. You know, I had to separate myself from it. You know what I mean, right? Well, I, there was some talk. Uh -huh. I heard things. What did you but hear? But you know, Giuseppe. You know, when you when you get to my age, you sit here and you you reflect. You reflect on your career. Uh huh. And I remember, I remember my old grandfather. He introduced me to this thing of ours. You picture it. Uh huh. An old an old Italian Don is dying, and he he called me his grandson to his bed, and, and he says, "A grandson, I wanted you to listen to me. Mm -hmm. I wanted you to take him a forty-five pistol." So you'll always remember me. Mm -hmm. And I said, but grandpa, I really don't like guns. How about you leave me a Rolex watch instead? Mm -hmm. And he says, 
Are you listening to me? Someday you're going to be running the business. Uh -huh. You're going to have a beautiful wife, right. a lot of money, a big home, and maybe a couple of bambinos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some, someday <laughs> you're going to come home mm -hmm. and maybe find your wife in a bed with another man. Uh oh. What are you going to do then? Mm. Born you watch and say, hey, time is up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't want to cut this short, but I heard that, uh, I mean, you didn't write the poem, but apparently, apparently you, you, uh, you had a friend of yours down there in Havana in the Spaghetto. <laughs> you had, a, you had him send us, a, did you have him send us a song? Is that true? Yeah, I met a younger gentleman here, and Luckers would have it. They wrote a song about a loose city. Oh. What are the chances, I ask you? Sitting in a communist country, a swarthy troubadour with a forethought, put a pen to paper and compose a tune about a soccer team over a thousand miles away. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. Well, listen, Unc, I hate, anyway. go ahead. Unc, I hate to cut you short here, but, uh, you know, I'm, wherever you are, I mean, be it Havana or, I mean, you're saying Havana, but you never know. Have a wonderful time, I, everybody. I want you to be safe, okay? <laughs> Always safe. Get on my Bye, Joe. Be safe, Unc. All right, Uncle, Uncle Luigi. Uh, we gotta, we gotta cut him short. I think. Well, he's, he is he's the gift that keeps on giving. He is the gift. Uncle Luigi is the gift that keeps on giving, and he did send us a song here from his friend. He didn't say what his friend's name was. We'll just call him Juan. I guess I don't know. But I guess, I don't know, what would you call a guy from Havana that writes music? I don't know anybody from Havana. I don't know anybody from Havana. Yeah, okay, so anyway. But anyway, he did send us this song. It's a recap of our game last week. As long as it's not Despacito. <laughs> it's, well, that, yeah, that'd be, that's a lot of syllables. Dude, Apparently, the name of this song is, I'm not understanding this. I think it says win number nine. Does that huh. sound right? I mean, okay. Oh, there's clapping. Okay. I like this. Win number nine. All right. Okay. Ooh, it's got a nice beat to it. I like this. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Five, six, seven, eight. That's all the wins we had, and that ain't too great. Sure, we love the boys. Yeah, we really love them lots. But no matter what we try, we keep missing all the shots. So the game started up. What do we see? It was a different formation that it normally be. We had Patrick and Abdu and Antoine the speeder, but no matter what we did, we didn't look any sweeter. So the team really struggled, looked pretty hard, and then Paco got himself his first yellow card. So we played another half. We didn't score, but there was one thing we saw for sure. A little change of tactics in different spots. A little bit of Hubbard stopping shots. A little bit of Enzo flopping around. Like a pregnant goldfish on the crowd. The pitch like a minefield with all those scars. It had more craters than the surface of Mars. A little win and ugly is what we need to get ourselves a decent playoff seed. Yeah. I don't know what his name is, but he writes pretty good music. He does. He's got. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I wish you'd hire him. I mean, why not? I, 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 you know, I, and apparently there's another verse i got to fill up in space, so <laughs> say something, say something, please. Cheese sandwiches. <laughs> okay, cheese sandwiches. Here we go. Second verse. Second half barely started, and the ref blew a call, and Paco got tossed. Not fair at all, but Alex Martinez said something wasn't right. The ref gave him a look. Done for the night, then Luke cleaned up some junk in front of the net, and we were winners once again. 
A little bit of diverse different spots. A little bit of Hubbard stopping shots. A little bit of Enzo flopping around. Like a pregnant goldfish on the ground. A little bit of Oscar getting cramps. Finally, some good luck for the champs. A little win and ugly is what we need to get ourselves a decent playoff seed. Yeah! It's been an interesting year. Yeah. So is Luigi, does he have like an alter ego? Like Luigi Vega? Yeah, it's Luigi Vega. <laughs> sometimes he's exciting, and sometimes he's not so exciting. Sometimes he's really, really exciting. And there we go. And sometimes it sounds like this. I have no idea what that sound is. <laughs> A little change of tactics in different spots. A little bit of Hubbard stopping shots. A little bit of Enzo shopping around. Like a pregnant goldfish on the ground. A little bit of Oscar getting cramps. Finally, some good luck for the champs. A little win and ugly is what we need to get ourselves a decent playoff seed. Check it out. One, two, three, four. We're finally on top of the final score. Then we learned this week something great for sure. We're going to be at Lynn Family Stadium forevermore. That's not bad. That's pretty good. I think Juan is a, Juan's a keeper. And Uncle Luigi really appreciated yeah. helping us out. Actually, Uncle Luigi sounds a lot like my buddy Billy Wilson. So amazing, uh, it's pretty amazing out. how that works out. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, there it is. Win number nine. All right. Not bad, everybody. Uh, Thank you. Yep. Thank you. It was fun. Yeah. And give well wishes to Oscar after all the burns he received. <laughs> <laughs> he had a bit of a rough time. But we mentioned Dr. Lin in that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, some special wonderful news. Our next, the sh- not next week. Obviously, we're doing a show next week, and then our show after that will be on August 29th. Yeah. And Dr. Lin is going to be here. He's going to be one of our guests. So that's yeah. pretty awesome. We get to talk to the person who has meant quite a lot to uh, Louisville soccer. <laughs> now you're a local guy. I, I don't know if you have you ever had any, any, uh, anything going on as far as Dr. Lin or with local soccer. I mean, do you know anything, Eric? About- Lin, Lin stepped into the grand scheme of things uh, with Lin Stadium. Um, that's I, I guess that's the first time that he really wanted to put his name Mark out there. Mark and Cindy Lin Stadium. Um, Mark and okay. exactly, and, and they. Um, I know that they've been active in the soccer community for quite a while. I don't, I don't personally know a whole lot about their family, but I, I mean, it, it's awesome that they're, they're, they're stepping in for everything that we've got here in town. So okay, it's cool. awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to uh, hearing about him. He seems like a, a very happy guy. He seems like a very gregarious sort like of dude. So, mm-hmm. so why don't we get so on we, with our, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. So we got now two stadiums. We've got Mark and Cindy Lynn and Lynn family, or mm-hmm. MC Lynn and the fam. I think I had their album in the 90s. <laughs> I like that. That's we gotta nice... come up with a nickname for both of those. I think. Right. And I guess I have nobody. I don't. I don't know anything about the naming. Can you know what any of that stuff entails? It's just he doesn't have to do that. I mean, you no, know, that's it's, awesome. It's great that he did it. It's great uh-huh. that we kept it in the family. It's not corporate. Da da da. Anything like that. So hope you enjoyed the song. Thank you again, Uncle Luigi. And we're gonna move on. Um, Howie Lindsay is a local personality. Is that fair to say that you are a local personality? Um, but Howie is now also an employee of the team, and we would like to bring him on. And we, I've never gotten to talk to him or anything like that. And we think it's—I um, don't know if you've been on any of the other podcasts or anything. Um, I know your your voice is probably rather recognizable. Sure, sure. And uh, but well, thank you. Yeah, really definitely. appreciate. It. Thank you guys for having um, me in. I love it. And uh, 
first, I, I, I didn't grow up in this area, but apparently, you know, you've been doing a lot of radio and, and TV for a bunch, but would love to know a little bit about yourself before you got involved in the business. Sure. Where are you from and stuff like that? Yeah, I'm from Bowling Green, down uh, down south, about an hour and a half south. We're famous for uh, for Corvettes and underwear. Okay. That's what, that's, those are the two things. Uh, we have a parade every year where, where people wear underwear in Corvettes and, and go through the town. <laughs> Come on, it's a beautiful thing. And they, and they, uh, it was, it's Fruit of the Loom, right? The huge Fruit of the Loom plant. And that's so awesome. my lasting memories of, of childhood is watching parades go by, which is Corvette after Corvette after Corvette. Mm. And these Fruit of the Loom people, like the, the grapes and the big apple and the uh, and the one guy who's a pear, that would be me, a uh, little pear shape. Mm. But, and they all go through the parade in, in, these, in these Corvettes. It, I didn't realize until I left Bowling Green coming up here to U of L for college that that it's not normal for people not to have you know a, a Corvette nerd. It's not normal driveway. to drive around with it. It's not normal to drive around in your underwear. That's correct. That's great. I do it. I, I do it all the time. Just just through the drive-through. You can't go inside the restaurant in your in your underwear. You got to go through the drive-through in your underwear. Uh, so I came up to Louisville for school. Okay. Uh, thought I was going to be a political speechwriter. And went to Frankfurt and realized that's a thank you, that's, thank you. That didn't work out. No, it's a terrible, We're terrible place. Pleasure here. Yeah, <laughs> terrible place. No one should ever go there. Right. right. Uh, and, and so I, I realized that hey, sports is fun. Yeah. Let me run some sports websites for a while. Awesome. Yeah. And how long ago was that? Was it say around? Uh, uh, right around 2000. Okay. Yeah, okay. right around 2000. I, I started with a company, internet company called High Speed Access way okay. back when. Uh, okay. If you you got anybody, HS, old HSA people, old charter employees. I was in the first charter class. Hey, there you go. There you go. Well, it's a small world. It is, it is remarkable how many people in the tech industry here locally either worked there for a little while or worked there for a long while. or like, It's kind of a, a fraternity there okay. um, and sorority. Uh, but it's cool. We all started in the, uh, in the tech industry, running websites and things. And so I started on the U of L B. Okay. I started running U of L websites and, and was there for 15 years. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And then I guess eventually you you, you transfer into doing more, um, I guess, announcing more yes. show yeah. stuff. And how, how, how'd that come about? I mean, essentially, anytime anybody said, can you try this? Can you do this? We need to fill in. I said, yes. Guinea pig. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. They're, they're like, we need somebody to fill in on this TV show. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. And we need somebody to figure out how to make this magazine. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll figure that out. And so I just kept saying yes to the point where they were like, this guy's always around. I guess we should give him a job. Right, right, right. And so, and so they did. I, I was a morning, ho morning host on uh, 790, okay, uh, the big right. sports station in town. And then I did that for about two and a half years. Okay. And, and then Brad and I, Brad Estes, a very – oh, I'm sorry. I don't have my drink. Oh, but Brad Estes. Brad Estes, <laughs> President Brad Estes. He knows, he knows, he knows the show. Uh, he and I had a, uh, had a very good lunch, and uh, it was kind of like, Wow. Having lunch I with Brad is, is a vision. He's such a good dude. Oh, I, he really, I keep saying that. Like I, I don't want to carry his water for him. He doesn't need me to. But he is generally a decent human being. You know? Absolutely, and he conveys a vision extremely well. Yeah. And when he conveyed the vision of this is what we're building, this is where we're going. Do you want to be a part of it? I was like, yeah, that's that awesome. sounds awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, because this is a legacy thing. It's not just a, right. a job. Exactly. It's not just a. I mean, this is something that'll be part of our community for the next. 40 years. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess to backtrack a little bit, you so say you're on the radio show, mm -hmm. uh, two and a half years. Give me the weirdest thing that happened when you were announcing. Is there, you're doing a show? And then, yeah, yeah. What's we, like the oddest thing that happened while you were announcing? We've had some weird ones. We, we've had, uh, like, you know, anytime you're on remotes, those are always, because yes. you never know what's going to happen. We've had, you know, people moon the moon the, the, <laughs> the show while the, while the show is going on. We, we've had, uh, we had what I thought was a robbery going down at one of the locations. Come on, tell us about that. Well, <laughs> it was just a, I thought that 
guy comes in in a trench coat, and I'm immediately thinking, that's kind of warm for that. Uh, <laughs> Thankfully, and, you thought it was just a robbery. It wasn't anything else. Well, yeah, no doubt. And two in a trench coat. Well, and I and thought, I, you know, Derek, you don't know anything about that stuff, do you? I, no. Okay, good. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> well, and, and there was like a commotion up at the counter, and I thought there was, a, there was an issue at this liquor store that we were doing the store, <laughs> the, the show. And, and if it, the, the, luckily, they had a security guard right there. Mm-hmm. And the security guard comes in, and he's like, hey, you gotta, you got to leave. So I don't think it was as much of a robbery as the guy may not have been in his right state of mind. And right, he, right, right, right. So disrupt some stuff. Well, that's that's yeah. got to be uncomfortable. See, we're asking about weird because, well, it's us. So <laughs> we, we, we do weird. We cornered the market on weird, I think. The weirdest stuff that I've been through, of course, you know, is covering UofL all the way through all those scandals. And so Katina Powell and all the NCAA stuff and all the, you know, the coaches changes and the administration changes. And so the last three years have been nothing but drama. Yeah. It, uh, it, was, it was crazy. That's pretty amazing for me growing up in New Jersey. And I grew up like maybe just literally a couple miles from New York City. We have all pro sports out there. Mm-hmm. You know, college thing, like maybe once every 20 years, Seton Hall would pop up or St. Sure, John's. Yeah, yeah. And just college football was next to nothing. I guess the connection that the fans in Louisville have to these teams is really, really intense. Oh, it's right? incredible. I mean, yeah, it's incredible. UBL and UK, there, there's such an intensity there. And frankly, that's one of the reasons we're purple. Is because the red and the blue together, right, right. and and, uh, and they they mixed into the purple. Uh, but it, and and that's part of what I hope to convey coming to the team was no matter if you're red or blue, you know this is a pro sports right. thing. This is a whole different thing. You don't have to be a UK fan. Don't have to be a UFL fan. Those ties are crazy intense. And and covering the rivalry for so many years. I mean, I had. It's some weirdness there mm-hmm. of, of, you know, I'm, I was clearly a UofL guy. I was right, clearly, right, right. clearly on that camp, and I had some threats and some, you know. The, Seriously? The, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and I don't think, I think. What often, the hell are people thinking? <laughs> I'm serious. This is a rivalry that had two old men in, on dialysis getting a fight. No. Each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. When did cops, that happen? It was about four years ago. The cops got called, and the two old men who were, who were at a dialysis clinic, <laughs> both of them got arrested. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, crazy. It, it really yeah. is crazy. And, and what was funny is they, they'd send these threats because, you know, they knew my online persona. And then I think they'd see me or, like, they'd maybe right. see me out somewhere and, and probably think better of it because I'm a giant human being. Right, 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 right. They don't know I can't fight, but they just That's see okay. how big I am. Okay. Like, I don't want no part of that, dude. Yeah. All right, so, all right, so Brad, um, so you talk to Brad. Yep. And you become an employee of the team. I, yeah. Do you have an official – what's your official position? Uh, I am director of PR. Director of PR. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. So you have to have a bit of an outgoing personality to do something like That's that. Right. That's right. And um, I guess what was your first impression as an employee of the team? You get to meet all the – I guess you're meeting all the, your fellow employees. You're meeting the players. So, well, stick to them first, the, 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 the people you're working with directly. What, what was yeah. your first impression? They are focused on – professionalism like that was the first thing that they said right when I walked in was we are pros we want to be treated like pros we want to act like pros everything down to what they're wearing coming to the games to how they're presented in interviews to how they're portrayed on Instagram everything they want to be as professional as possible and and when they come to me and and say early on hey that's not good enough we want we want more professionalism we want to see this more professional we want I love that that's yeah. a great challenge, and it's, it's a good way to be. So, And I think they hold themselves to that kind of standard as well. So it's right. not just you know them coming at the front office or them coming at me. Or it's, it's you know, when, when a guy walks in and his shoes aren't up to, stu- uh, up to snuff, right. they, they give him grief about and, it. And they emulate that, Derek. Don't you think? I mean, I, I've always gotten the impression going on five years now, they, they always emulate themselves as professionals no mm-hmm. matter when mm-hmm. we encounter them. What do you think? 
That's every, every single time, for sure. So, yeah. and, um, and in practice, they challenge the heck out of each other. I mean, they, they go after each other. And that's the one thing that, that Hack has said all season long, no matter win, lose, or draw, whatever, is they go after each other every time in practice. And several times before games, he said, listen, I want you all to go after this other team like you go after each other in practice. And he, I've heard him say that eight, nine times this year. Wow. Because what he's doing is, is challenging them to say, listen, you challenge each other every day. You go mm-hmm. after each other to the point where, I mean, it's, they're screaming at each other in practices. Right. Go after the other team that same way. Awesome. Okay. All right, so now you, you, you've met all of them, but eventually you, you become exposed to the fan base. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> tell me what that's like. And then uh, sincerely compare that, compare what you experience at Louisville City Games to what you may experience at a U of L basketball game. Yeah, I think that the the overall volume of U of L is so much bigger, just because right, there, right, there's, right, there's so many people. They are so entwined in, in society. Yes, and so entwined in the society. But what's interesting is um, it, it's like uh, the the your group is much smaller, but you make a really big noise, which is really really cool. Right, and, right. and what's funny is that it starts probably here with the groove machine is is how loud that noise is, right. and and it's it's like. Um, it's like something where it was recorded at a smaller volume and then you crank it up real, real loud. And so, and so it, it's interesting that there's a natural volume of all these U of L fans just because there's so many of them, but the volume of, of Luke City is growing. And the other thing is it's infectious. Um, my, my kids and I started coming to games about two years ago. Okay. I've got uh, seven, four, three, and one. Okay. Uh, the, the older two, seven and four, are both boys. And, and so we'd bring them to the games and they'd, you know, roll around out there and, and, uh, and, and run around the pitch and, and they That's love, awesome. they, they love, love that. Yeah. They love the drums. They love the smoke. Yeah. And, and, and so it's infectious for them. And the more that we were around it, the more I was like, Hey, this, this is cool. Yeah. I like coming to it. And I tell you from the first year, we always said, I would always tell everybody, if you haven't had some, a, a lot of experience in March band, drum corps, stuff like that. When you want you want to get people to come to something, you connect to the kids. Yep. Because the kids, then the kids are like, I want to go. Mm-hmm. I want to go. And, yeah, and, and, and my the parents son, are every like, every time, every, right? Every time there's a home game, my kid is. Yeah. Right. He's, yeah. So it's that's you know that so we we we're not going to apologize for getting your kids up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and that's a good thing. <laughs> What's interesting as well is that there's a there's a fine line between uh, getting the kids hooked right, right. and being too I don't know any other word for it family friendly where, sure. it's, where it's like that's right message, you know you brought and, up and, thank you and that's we don't want to go question. that far because then it loses the cool factor that, that's an right? excellent excellent point. and and so there's a fine line and Luke City so far has been skating right down that line okay. I love it. and I'm gonna go I'm, you, that's a great great uh, thing that you just brought up you've been to you I've been to U of L football games I've seen some tickets mm-hmm. uh, U of L basketball games. That audience can get pretty wound up, <laughs> and uh, you know it, it, it's not just R-rated. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And as as a, as a you're you're an announcer and you're a father, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. How do you balance that? I mean, you you know you're gonna bring your kids to a game, and you know, be it a U of L game or a soccer game, you're gonna run into that no matter bit, yeah, yeah. what. So how do you balance that? I think that the thing is where you sit. I mean, really, yeah. like I, Good point. we will view kind of the, the, the Cooper section from afar. Right. I mean, we, we don't get in front of it and we don't, uh, <laughs> we don't get all the way down in the pit. You know, we will view it from afar when awesome. I've got the kids. Um, it, and it fights my natural tendency because when I go to concerts, when I go to, to parties and things, I want to be right up front. I want to be right in the middle of it. I want to be right there. And, and so I think they do too, because they're my kids, but you just got to exercise judgment there because they, they don't need to hear some of those things. As a musician, I have to know you. You're a music fan. Oh, yeah. Who's your favorite band? Um, this could be this could be the end of the interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
it's it, it's tough. I, um, I've got so many favorite bands. I grew up on on country bluegrass. Sure, uh, that was my that was my I childhood. love bluegrass music. I'm uh, from New Jersey. I love bluegrass music. It, it is it's so technically yes. challenging that it's a, it's absolutely they incredible. Are players, so, man. Ricky Skaggs and that yes. whole crew, and and I, that's that's my my heritage. And so I grew up on like Garth Brooks and, sure. and that kind of '90s country was was mm -hmm. near and dear to my heart. Um, and so I've kind of revisited here recently, and I've been listening over and over and over again to the Mavericks. Okay. Uh, and and Raul and and, and uh, um, it's over and over and over again, and my kids are starting to like it as well. Um, but I, you can't go wrong with Beatles. I mean, I, right, right, right. We listen to so right, much Glenn? Beatles. Glenn, you're a bit of a Beatles fan, aren't you? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> we listen to so much Beatles in our house because what I'm doing now, I think, is laying the foundation for my seven four three go to to understand. All right, this is the basis of music, right? right. So we 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 went uh, about a month of Elvis. It was Elvis okay. greatest hits over and over and over again. Good pleasure, sir. And then we did. Uh, and then we did the Beatles, and uh, and then we did Stevie Wonder, and and uh, um, then we did uh, Eagles for about two straight weeks, and, and so I'm trying to get them. I, I'm trying to get to the point where the, like when they're 14, they're like, I've heard that song before. Where did I hear it before? <laughs> now, oh, Daddy played it. Should yeah. be a bit of a corny segue, but you mentioned the Eagles. Yes. And no one, I've never heard four or five people sing in harmony with that kind of sound in my life. Oh, it's incredible. Their natural ability to harmonize yeah. is sick. Uh, it, I, it's utterly sick. I mean, just it, it's mesmerizing. Yeah. So now, harmonizing with your fellow employees. Ooh, See what I did? Uh, like yeah. that segment. In the radio biz, that's a segue. That's a folks. segue. So working with all these folks, you've got a bunch of interns. Yeah. You've got, uh, you know, you've got people that um, I'm assuming you have some contact with ownership. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. How's that all working out? It's good. It's good. The other thing that struck me right after talking to the players and seeing their professionalism and their demand for professionalism, love that, uh, is walking back to the in into the front office and realizing there aren't very many people here. Right, right, right. That's, that's, that's the is, illusion. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like for the volume that they create out of that front office and, and the job that Scott Stewart did prior to me and, and the, the, the ability for them to put out so many press releases and so much on the website. And then I walk in, I'm like, wow, they're, they're like, Eight people here. This yeah. is incredible, yeah. and and they're doing all these sales and making all these deals, and 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 it's really incredible the volume that they put out. And it's hard to not. You, know, you want to look at it from both sides. You want, I think, you want to look at it from a, from a supporter side where you want all the stuff now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then, of course. but you have to when you when you figure in the fact that that's the way it is, and that's sort of like the, the as as Division Two and lower level soccer matures mm -hmm. in this country, because what you have now. Most teams five years ago would have begged for. Oh yeah. At Division two. I yeah. mean, that's how much in lower levels, right, Derek? I mean, you you know, tell tell me a little bit about. Or come on, tell tell like go back a couple years ago, the Legends or something like that. What was it like dealing with that as a, as an exec? <laughs> did you have eight people working for you? <laughs> no, I did, I did everything by myself. Right, 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 <laughs> it was right. not fun. Um, I mean, you know, indoor soccer is obviously a little different. Right. right? I, I mean. Just just getting like logistics, like dealing with road teams and stuff. Yeah. It's not fun. Um, you, you never know what you're going to encounter when the teams show up. You you have to you your team has to have a certain kind of morale when the game starts, and you have to know where to provide that when it's about to happen. Um, you have to. People are having you know like family problems. Some of the players, and you have to reel that in and. Um, of course, there's lots of egos and that kind of thing. So you know, you just you you really have to. It's like having a big band of kids that you have to take care of. Right. Not that you know professional soccer players are kids, but it's it's kind of like having a big young. family. They and you are gotta, young. You a have, lot of them oh, are yeah. young. I mean, you know, you're talking about uh, you know guys that are in their early 20s or younger. Yeah. 
And, yeah. you know, I know that they're adults, you know, technically, but when you're 19 years old, 20 years old, you haven't lived yet. You just haven't, mm-hmm. you, you know? Um, Don't have those years on you. Yeah. Right. And the, the kid I introduced today to the media, Akio Watts, is, is 19. Uh, his birth date is 2000. Right. And as I'm typing wow. it in, I'm like, oh, this is hurting me. Hurting a lot. He didn't oh. get to experience Y2K. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's bored after it. All the computers worked for all of his life. Jeez. Okay, so now uh, you're, we're looking at the future. Um, I, it's it's such a loaded question. Obviously, you've been obviously you've been to the stadium. I mean, you've been. Well, were you involved with U of L when they were building uh, the the football stadium? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so compare the two. Compare the experience of watching the new football stadium go up uh, as opposed to Lynn Family Stadium. Yeah, it's 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 interesting all the different parallels because I remember old Cardinal Stadium as we call it now, mm-hmm. and they were building new Cardinal Stadium, right? And you know and that so, was a baseball field too. It was. It was. <laughs> they played football on a baseball field. It absolutely was. And and it, but it, and, and that's a perfect segue because it was not built for football. Right. They, they made it work for football, and they built a program with football, yeah. but it was not made for it. And and so then uh, they moved to a football specific venue, and it changed everything. Everything. Right? Everything. And and not just the, the the football specific, but also the fact that they had luxury suites, that they had uh, premium seats, that they could sell things at a higher number. That could provide for all the fans that maybe can't afford that higher number, so they can they can have a bigger stadium with nicer amenities because these guys are paying a million dollars a year for that suite, you know, that that kind of thing helps the whole uh, thing. And so you have like the bigger screens and and the the, the ribbon boards and things, mm-hmm. and so everything changed with that stadium. Okay. And uh, but they kept the same kind of fervor on the field and, and among the fan base, and that's the goal here okay. is that. Economically, everything's going to change with the new stadium. Yes, absolutely. Everything's going to change. The, the club's going to change, but the goal is to keep that same fervor, that same that same roots mm-hmm. that, that built it at right. Slugger, um, and and try to avoid the um, the this is the way it's supposed to be, and, and this isn't right. nice enough thing for at least three or four years. Right, 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 like, right, right. I remember I was I was among the first class to go into Cardinal Stadium. Uh, it was during my college years, and and like year two or whatever mm-hmm. and they're like oh the sight lines here are so bad they're like, shut, we're up. Like, shut up we're exactly. what's wrong with you exactly we bleachers on an old baseball stadium Golly, yeah. people complain <laughs> and and um wait you, you also touched on something that's really cool, uh, cool to mention too the entire um the program itself the mm-hmm. improvement in, in louisville's program when they moved into the football stadium we're, we were just talking about this before before we started um louisville city is going to be, I think, and I think a lot of us think, the, the premier place to play in the United States and Canada if you're not playing in the Division One. Absolutely. So it will uh, draw. It will draw free agents. It'll draw free agents. Yep. It'll it'll draw like we were talking with Brad last week. It'll draw people that want to play here in friendlies, as well. That necessarily, you know, they do, they want they want to play on a nice field. They want to play in a venue. In an unclaimed territory, using yep. sort of a wrestling term, sure. If this territory, and I keep I keep pushing this, you're talking about affiliations and stuff like that, and we can do better than if we choose to affiliate someday with an MLS team. Mm-hmm. You know, what's your experience with European soccer? Anything? Nothing. nothing. Okay. okay. I'm a, I'm a complete free agent, and it bothers the heck out of everyone in the front office. Good. Uh, they really get frustrated. There's free lunches out of that. There's free lunches. <laughs> I think so. Get to, get to Brad, because I think Brad likes Leicester City. He does. You know? uh, and Hack's so, an Everton guy. Yeah, and, I'm an Everton guy as well. And, and if you tell, you, get, you go to go to Brad and say, sell me. 
Come on, well, take me to lunch and sell right. me on this. <laughs> I can be bought, right? Uh, all it takes is a good cheeseburger, right? Right, right. Uh, right. I, I can be bought, uh, but there, you know, Liverpool fans. We've got all kinds of different fans. Uh, Manchester uh, mm-hmm. fans in there certainly. Uh, Arsenal. We've got several Arsenal fans in, in the uh, in the front office, and I just haven't been sold yet. Okay. Yeah. I like purple, yeah, so I, right. I, I I like the image. I like the logo of the foxes. So I, I don't know. Okay. I, I still haven't picked a team yet. I'm right there with you, Alex. Yeah, I, right. picked, I have not picked an EPL Free team. agency. I like right, it. Right. And I guess looking forward to your personal involvement in the future, um, what you talk about public relations. Um, what new things? I, I'm, I'm not asking you to tell you, you know, whatever. I have no interest in, in asking about plans that we don't need to know about. Sorry. But what would you like to see? Uh, what do you think we can do more? What, what, what do you see we can ramp up as new ways to reach out to the community? I think there are a couple of different things. Uh, I think the the job that Mario and the team is doing with Mario at, at reaching out in, into the community, I think that, that needs to be spotlighted. It sounds like he's been a huge asset. Oh, he's incredible. He's a great he's great to work with too. He's one of those guys that's always smiling, we'll to, always we'll happy. Have to get him on here. Oh, he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fantastic. We need to get him on Twitter. But honestly, uh, he, he's like a beautiful bird. Right, right, right. And, and you don't want the beautiful bird to get hurt. Right. And and my fear is that if you get on Twitter and he sees what a dark, awful what a place it is, <laughs> that, that it that is my, terrible, that, terrible. That my beautiful baby bird Mario will realize <laughs> this is an awful place to live, and yes. you know I, I don't want I don't want that for him. So actually, I'm okay that he's Twitterless Mario. Okay. Yeah. And um, if so, our, so that, ahead, that, that's the big part is is highlighting some of the cool things that they're doing now. The other thing is. Giving fans as much access as I think you all need and deserve. Right. Um, and, and this fan base is getting more and more rabid, and you want to feed that as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And so we, we had the coaches show on the radio. Okay. Um, I don't think that was the right venue, even though that I was on it and, and I like doing it and, you know, I, I had fun doing it. I don't think that's the right venue. I think it's actually something more like this, where it's, where it's, a, where it's a video cast. Exactly. Where we can do a Facebook Live kind of thing, where we can do a YouTube Live kind of thing. That. That's what I want to see. There's something about doing it this way. Yeah. When you introduce and talk to people, there's something really fun about this. And we always say thank you, Derek, because this is Derek's place. I mean, he's mm-hmm. offering his place up. Um, but there's something about doing it in a in a venue like this that is that's friendly. I don't know what the yeah. word is. It's not yeah. cold. Yeah. And and I've always wondered what it would like to hear, like the radio show that you guys. Well, you know, before we even get to that, to, to plug the radio deal. Seven ninety. Sure. Saturday yeah. Morning. We do Soccer City Radio every Saturday morning. Uh, it's, it's Lance and Kevin. Those two fight, and I, I get intervened by it. <laughs> it's so much fun because because you've got Kevin and all of his just technical knowledge yeah. and smarminess and and I, Kevin's got that young twenty twenty oh, first century. Knows everything. Yeah. Which is fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. He's a great kid. And, and the trouble is that he actually does know. Yeah. So yeah. Much. Absolutely. And, and so, and then you got you got big you know Lance, Lance and and, uh, and and they'll get going. They after. don't call him the bear for nothing. Oh, he's fantastic. <laughs> Lance getting fired up his entertainment. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see All the technical on. side of it, and you see the heart of it, and and both those two things are what has made Louisville City so successful, right. and it makes the show successful as well. It's a lot of fun to watch those two go at it. Yeah, and that's what we're, we've been talking about taking this deal to do uh, um, a remote, that kind of thing. Maybe that's the kind of thing you guys are, yeah. th- you know, um, because I think as much exposure as we possibly can um, as a family is is how this thing takes takes it to another level. Here's what we do. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't clear this with anybody just because it just popped in my head. Pretend he's not asking for permission. <laughs> we take we take this setup and set it up in the 790 studio and do a dual show. We're in. <laughs> I, think okay. we, I think we can work that out. Now, they'll, they'll twist my arm. The only, <laughs> 
the only rules, of course, are FCC rules, right? Um, Absolutely. We, I was just in Washington. Which we do too. We do that. Too. Yeah, I was just in Washington, so I, but we were right next to the FCC building, and I had to laugh. Uh, so you know, we like, never which, say bad words. That's good. That's good. Uh, but we can almost this. never say bad almost words. Never say bad words. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt stunned the heck out of us a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Go back. You know, by the way, I'm going to plug that. You know, for, if this is the first time you're watching this. Uh, we do we load these up to YouTube on Friday, so you can watch it on Friday. And we also have the audio feed, which is now available on iTunes, which we now have uh, a ton of subscribers after our first week. Anyway, go ahead, I'm sorry. That's great. That's and great. yeah, we would love to do stuff like that. But it's it's not even it's it's doing remote stuff together. It's there's been a real effort over the last year. I know you, you just come on, but there's really been an effort recently to to, to start working together a lot yeah, more. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Glenn's on. I mean, he's working family. Yeah. yeah, and Absolutely. he'll tell us more about that too. It's just the more we can do that. And is 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 the better it gets, and the, and the more those lines are crossed, and we're we're marching in lockstep. I I mean, I, now as somebody as an employee, um, you know, you're a fan too, but you're an employee. How do you see? I mean, you mentioned one example of how that possibly could be. What else would you think? Yeah, I think the more work together, the better. Um, and and part of what we want to do as as the front office is encourage it where we can, and get the heck out of the way when we, when it's not our business, right? And so you, you, we don't want to force stuff if we if if we can possibly avoid forcing stuff, we, we don't want to force stuff. Right. Um, but when we see things that are starting to move the right direction, we're like, yeah, do that. that that's that's right. fantastic. That's right. fantastic. Uh, and, and so uh, we're seeing more of that. I love it. Right. Um, and I think the the collaborative will of all these different fan groups right. of Loose City, mm -hmm. specifically in charity, can do right. incredible things. Right. And that's that's a big push that we're doing. Absolutely. Actually, next week, hopefully. I mean, we have the, a little bit of a supporter meeting on Monday. And hopefully we're gonna we're gonna be I'm pu I'm gonna push a, a a long term fundraiser. I hope it gets pushed. I think it's gonna be a really good one. We don't want to spill the beans on that. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You're good. You're great. Um, okay. Uh, always let everybody that comes on open mic discuss anything you want. Let us know what you think. What you, what, what you what you know hopes, dreams, aspirations. I don't know. <laughs> I get that. Just team stuff for for just a minute. I I get the sense that there's been a frustration among the team for a while that we're not getting the results that we feel like we deserve. We don't. We're not getting the, the results that our practices feel like they deserve. Mm -hmm. And there's a there's a significant tension um, in uh, in the locker rooms and practices. I'm sorry, I keep smacking them. I talk with my hands. They're only about eight hundred fifty dollars. So, no, sorry about that. They're not. Uh, we'll send you a bill. <laughs> There's a significant tension, and and I'm of the belief that tension's not always a bad thing. That right. that the tension, you know, that that stress can make diamonds when it when it needs to. And and uh, and so I I think what we're seeing is the the genesis of a second half surge. I don't want to overtalk it. I don't want to overplay it. But I just get this feeling that that things are rolling that direction. And and part of it is I I, I gotta believe that the bad luck of shots off frame or stuff hitting woodwork or either yeah. that kind of stuff has to change at some point. Right. And my sincere hope and my sincere belief as well is that it's going to change in these last 12 games and you're going to see a run from these guys. And, and I, I think we're going to look up six games from now and be like, this was the time. I hope so. And I, yeah. and you know, and it's, it's our, the fan base here has never experienced this. They've yeah. never experienced where yeah. they haven't been like, you know, you know, top dog and, or at least close. And, and I think that's great for us. Mm -hmm. I really do because, you know, haven't been, for, you know, we're all sports fans and we've all had teams that we've supported forever mm -hmm. that just don't win anything. And you just, you just hang in there. And Louisville's just, 
you know, we just came out of the cradle, you know, smiling and yelling. Yeah. Well, it's not the case right now, and maybe that'll toughen us up. Not that we, not that we're bad. It's not even saying that. Just it, it, I think it's a good experience. You, you and I both, when we talk to each other, sometimes say that we've been spoiled for two years. Absolutely, very spoiled. <laughs> That's what we have, and and I think, yeah. and I still believe we have, an, we have the talent to beat any team in this league. Absolutely. Anywhere, anytime. Yep. Any stadium, we still have that. So we'll see what happens. Um, man, this has been fun. Yeah, I hope you've had a really good time, Howie. It's been a, I really appreciate it. Um, sure. um, you know, we're not gonna we're we're, we're gonna try not to get too excited about that dual uh, cast thing. Let's at do all. it. <laughs> Let's do it. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, well, and, and, fun. you know, we'd, we'd set up the lights in the studio. We'd uh, we'd use our normal mics. I don't know how it <laughs> interface completely, but we'll, I mean, we'll it's technology. It'll we'll be a lot of fun, and it'll, it'll be better for everyone. Yeah, so, that'd be a blast. Thank you, sir. Really appreciate it, ladies and gentlemen. Howie Lindsay. Was kind enough to uh, to take some time with us, and um, see, that, you know, that's the second time that last week you said so, I, I didn't know that you knew Brad when you were a young guy, yeah, a super young guy. Yeah, we went to school so, together. Yeah, right. I've known him for yes, like over 35 years now. And so you all shared a work experience and you didn't even really know it at yeah. some level. So they, it's a small, yeah, it's, it's the biggest small, small town in the world. Go ahead, talk about. <laughs> Go ahead. Go, talk about your experience going at that. What was that place you said? Uh, yeah, Charter. It was HSA for a while, and then Charter, the internet company, bought them out. Okay. It was really good at first. Okay. Uh oh, <laughs> we're getting a call. Is this no? I don't. I don't have no uh, idea. What it is. I have no idea. I, but I hope it's not a. I hope it's not yeah. a bill collector. <laughs> <laughs> Watching you live. Watching me live. Hey, yo, you said you were dead. <laughs> Called us and said you were dead. Okay, so every week we're, no, we're like, a couple of large associates of Luigi's. And like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I got questions. A little nervous now. Um, we're we're going to try and get Shauna on right now. So okay. fill some airspace for me. Say something and say something. I don't know. I, I I went to Aldi today. Okay. And I spent twenty dollars and filled up my freezer. Nice. That's what? impressive. I know. And I've got off-brand pizza rolls. Mm-hmm. That were what did I say the name of that place? Mama. Um, uh, I don't know. I go look at your freezer. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> Glenn, Glenn's got us covered. Get on it, Glenn. So so twenty dollars. It's like Mama something. Mama cozy. Mama, Mama cozy. cozies. Oh yeah. If you want a a bag of pizza rolls for a dollar, nice. a bag of pizza rolls for a dollar twenty nine. All these got your stuff, man. Yeah. Awesome. I hope they watch that so they you know, we should get we should it would be nice to have a sponsor. Fun fact. Yeah. Um bank account Rosie buy Mama Cozy's. Only <laughs> Only a few people know this, but Aldi was this close to being a sponsor for the Louisville Thunder. Really? Really? And the only reason that they dropped was because we had a last minute venue change, so I lost Aldi. Wow. Sorry. That's a bummer. Yeah. But uh, we're gonna talking about the Groove Machine maybe sponsoring them. Get get, get all these oh. the Groove Machines. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh no, we're spo- I got you. I got get you. them to sponsor. <laughs> yes, Aldi. We're gonna sponsor Aldi. Why not? <laughs> there are pizza rolls, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, 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 look, look uh. who's calling, Shauna. Hey, Shauna, hold on. Answer, Joe. Answer. Like I, I I'm, I'm a dork. Are you there, Shauna? Yeah, I'm here, Joe. Hi, how are you? Did you try and call me? Cause I didn't hear it ring or anything. Yeah, I was trying to call you, but I'm so inept. When it comes to devices and stuff like I that, I thought I'd try to call you. I appreciate that. You called at the perfect time. How are you? Everything's good. I'm fine. I've been watching, of course. Okay, excellent. Thank you. I I I think Howie was pretty awesome, wasn't he? He was. Yes, he was. He was. Now before we before we get an update on uh before we get an update on Angel Share for this month, we need a Bobo update. How's the dog doing? <laughs> oh boy. Go ahead. 
Bobo's laying, laying right here. Bobo got in trouble last week. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What did he do? A week ago. The Clarksville Volunteer Fire Department had to go out on a boat and haul his ass out of the house. <laughs> no way. <laughs> what did he do? Oh, oh way. Well, I, I was out along the Ohio River last Thursday afternoon. Okay. And um, he was pulling badly on the leash, okay. which he never pulls. Okay. So I handed the leash off to someone else, and that someone else, even though I told them, do not let him off the leash, unclip the leash. Oh, he man. immediately started running. Now, mind you, the water was not visible. He immediately started running in the direction of the water, <laughs> looking back over his shoulder to make oh. sure we were following. Oh, Before we got down to the bottom of the hill, he had jumped in and had started swimming for Shipping Port Island. <laughs> he got wow. to the coast of that island, and he swam up and down the coast of Shipping Port Island. And he was out there for an hour. Oh, no. Come on. Well, but he's safe. And he, how'd you get him off? How'd you get oh, him yeah. Down? Well, oh, no. No, he, he knew what he was doing because when I would call his name, he would look to the shore with his ears <laughs> up and continue to swim. Unbelievable. So Dogs. the person I was with called 911, Clarksville Volunteer Fire Department, mm -hmm. sent some people out with a boat. And we actually think he was fishing. The dog was fishing. Oh, my gosh. And they hauled him out, and I watched this, and I could hear him. He was yelping and barking. Mm -hmm. And then the other fire department members met us and took us to where their boat ramp is. Okay. We get there. The boat's on the trailer. He's sitting in the lap of a fire firefighter. And I'm like, you know, when you hauled him in, did he lick your face or what? He says, no. He says, he just sat in my lap. Okay. So we got him hooked up to the leash. Mm -hmm. They lowered him to the ground. He immediately Ryan, right? tried to get to the water. <laughs> awesome. A fireman, a fireman stepped in front of him and grabbed him. Oh my gosh! You got a, you got a live one there. The, yeah. So I think he's, he's obsessed with swimming. Okay, so I think I think not only going to be doing an uh, an angel share um, uh, bit, we're going to be doing the the escapades of Bobo mm -hmm. every two weeks. It sounds yeah. it yeah. sounds like it'll so, be. I don't know. Good luck with that. It, oh, believe me. I, I had a heart attack <laughs> because he was in the water for an hour, and we had there were a bunch of guys out there. Some were fishing that were trying to help us. <laughs> and one guy even said, if I had a 50, you know, 100-foot rope, I'd tie it around my waist and try and swim out there and get him. Oh, wow. And, I mean, it was just how unbelievable. Strong, how strong is that dog to where how it can you? Was he in the water He's for very an hour? strong. Yes. That's insane. Yes. Jeez. He he only he only got on the island once, and he was on there for less than thirty seconds before he was back in the water. Only time I he found a sandbar that he got on and immediately got back back in the water. Only time I only time I spend an hour in the water is if I'm drunk in a whirlpool thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. I've, I've never seen I've never seen anything like it. Never, Man. never. Well, okay. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna check in on him next week, but we need to get the update on Angel Share. Tell us what's going on with Angel Share. Yes, Angel Share. Um, the charity of the week, of course, is Louisville City Power Soccer. Okay. And uh, uh, our charity of the month. Charity month, and what the, uh, are we gonna be doing? Anything? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Um, right now, uh, Paulo De Piccolo donated a jersey. And it's online right now as a bid. Okay. So you can go online and you can bid on the jersey, mm -hmm. and the money will go to Louisville City Power Soccer. Is that is that um, on Facebook find, or Instagram or? What, it's what, what, it's on it's on 
I think the there's a link on the Cooper's Facebook page. Okay. You can find it on the Angel Share Twitter account. Mm -hmm. The Coopers retweeted it. Uh, it's there. And it's, um, I believe, Michelle posted it. Little City Fan Page, okay. Tailgaters, you know, the various sites that we all hang out on okay. on Facebook. And this is one of those um, purple and pink breast cancer ones? It, correct. Okay. And it's autographed. So that's great. Okay. Um, also, Patricia, who is the founder of Little actually – at the time, when this came up, it was Kentuckiana Power Soccer. Right. She's going to be on Barrel Proof Tuesday night. Okay, cool. So everybody needs to listen, listen to the podcast Absolutely. Wednesday, next Wednesday. We will do that. And you will find out, everybody can find out more about the Power Soccer and how this relationship between Kentuckiana Power Soccer and Louisville City Power Soccer developed. And because the team has adopted this power soccer team and, that's and awesome. for those that don't know power soccer it's a sport for individuals mm -hmm. who use a motorized wheelchair right it doesn't matter how it's operated it could be by breath by joystick by eye movement however they operate their motorized wheelchair they can play awesome hey sean it's and they play they play Sean, I've got, I've they got play a, on a basketball court. Typically, I don't do this, but we do have a question in the chat. Um, when are we going to get to see another power soccer match? Do you do you have any any idea when that might happen? Hope, hopefully, that um, it's supposed to maybe have. They're going to try and I think do it at one of the uh, tailgates in August because okay. this is a month long thing. Um, the team is supposed to be doing a kit reveal for the power soccer team on oh, Sunday, nice. August eleventh. August yeah. 30th? August, now, August, how, August 30th. Yeah, how we just told us August 30th. August, August, oh, it is the 30th? Okay, I wasn't sure, because in my notes, I put look for more information online, because it was kind of up in the air, the last information I got okay. as to the specific date. Awesome, awesome. Uh, but I think they're going to try and do, like, a uh, a game or a practice mm -hmm. before right. one of the uh, matches, I think in the tailgate area. Maybe. And that's, that's one of, awesome. And that's one of um, the things, and that's one of the things that we've been talking about is, and we keep talking about is that's the kind of stuff that being a part of this uh, is really makes it way more better than or way more important than winning or losing soccer games. Sean, I'm sorry, Sean, we got to move on, but um, is there anything else specifically towards Angel Show? You yeah. Want to yeah. There's good. There's going, going to be a, a raffle for a Cooper's Craft Barrelhead okay. that's been signed by all the team. Wow, that's pretty nice. cool. $5. It starts, the raffle starts this Sunday, August 11th. Tickets are $5 as usual. Mm -hmm. If you can't be present to win, give your ticket to somebody who will be there. Excellent. And the, and the drawing will be held. We're looking at holding it at the August 24th tailgate. Okay, cool. Excellent. Right. Well, thank you for sharing that, Sean. And then so cool. we're going to talk to you. We're going to call you next Thursday. With more angel share info, we're going to be talking about a, a fundraiser that we're going to start pushing next week, and uh, also the exploits of Bobo. Mm -hmm. Make sure, that, make sure that <laughs> let's Bobo's. Hope let's hope his. Let's, let's hope there's no exploits. exploits are, are, yeah, <laughs> not like that anyway. You're gonna have right. to get a pull. Shauna, thank you so much for everything that you're doing. Okay. Uh, thank right. you guys. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye. So there you go. That's that's some of the uh, some of the stuff that we're going to be doing with that. And uh, looking Tune forward. Tune in next week for another exciting adventure of Bobo. <laughs> okay, let's move on, I think. It's time to get Glenn up here. Glenn Grum nice. is one of our capos, and he's a little nervous. Mm -hmm. I'm a little nervous. You yeah. should not be nervous. I've seen you on the capo stand. You don't look nervous. Yep. I'm not nervous up there. I've had way more to drink usually when I'm up there, though. So. <laughs> I mean, I, I can drive home, and I thought I'd get blizzards. Oh, okay. 
Did you get the itinerary that we sent out? I didn't. Oh, no. Okay. I'm in trouble. I don't have the itinerary. Did you sign the appearance agreement? I, mean, I did not. And you, you, you didn't sign the waiver yet? You haven't signed the no. waiver. The no, waiver. Hey, what's going to happen here? How are you sat here and you talk to him? What are you guys doing to me? He's famous. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get that. Oh, no. I'm in trouble. It's not. Oh, Well, Glenn, it's, it's wonderful to see you here, sir. It's awesome uh, to see you guys uh, as well. Wanna, Thanks uh, for having me on. Absolutely. Before you begin, I want to say thank you for doing the capital thing. You don't have to do that. And yeah. it's a lot of work. And that's we've been trying to cycle through everybody that's been on here because or that's been doing it because you deserve some recognition for what you do. Well, I appreciate and, that. But I'm, I'm doing it more for the club than I am for myself. Right. I mean, that's not just because I want to be up there having sure. a good time. I want everybody else to get into it and have a good time and get them going. So hopefully they can score a few goals and right. win. Or, or five. Or, or five. <laughs> or five. I think five. Right. So anyway, we're going to go back. Uh, we ask everybody, uh, I didn't meet you. I didn't know you until you got involved with the capital thing. Yeah. So tell us about what you were all about and what you were doing before you got into Louisville City. I know it's a, it's a big question because we're talking about basically the, yeah. the last, I don't even know how old you are, but the last X amount of years of your life. So go. 41. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Come on. You're a handsome young man. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Were you born, born and raised here? No, oh. I'm a transplant. Uh, I'm, I was born in upstate New York, Oneonta. Oh, sure. My parents met, so, and then we moved around a lot, my father, and, uh, yeah, we ended up in State College, Pennsylvania, where I met my beautiful wife, and Beth, we, right. yep, Beth, and we moved to the Baltimore area. Okay, you, State College, you, are you a Penn State? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, the Tiny Lions? Yeah, absolutely, and, uh, we went to Baltimore, D.C. area, we got married in Friendship, Maryland, which is on the... Okay. Sure. How long, how long have you been married? 16 years. Golly. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had no idea. I thought you guys were younger than that, man, which is a, a massive compliment, by the way. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Golly, you've been married 16 years. It'll be 16 in April. Good for you. Right now. But, yeah, we, uh, we came here, so Beth was offered a job, and we came here, and this place was amazing. So we went to a restaurant, and that's what really sold us. We went to this restaurant, and everybody was talking to us like they were our friends. And I don't know if you guys have been to Baltimore or been to D.C. No one is your friend there. They mostly just right, 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 right. Yeah, typically, yeah. It's yeah, much less. Uh, the bigger because we have the same. The bigger the city, the more there. And there's a word that rhymes with city. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we really enjoyed that atmosphere. We just so we decided to come here. We've been here, oh, I want to say, 11 years now. Okay. So it's been a while, and we hadn't been so the first what is it now six years we were here, we weren't super involved in the community. We were kind of transplants and hung out with other people that were transplants, and Louisville City kind of got us more involved in Louisville and the culture here. And okay. we lived pretty far out though, because we didn't know when we moved here where you want to live. Right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> I was kind of, I was kind of the same way. I just sort of plopped into the Linden area. Yeah, we're further out than that. Okay. <laughs> we're halfway to Cincinnati, if you ask Ken and Rebecca. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. We're outside of the 265 over by, like, Costco. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, but, yeah. wow. That's, yeah. I used to live out that way. Yeah. yeah. So it's 20 minutes to everywhere. Yeah. And all the fun things you want to do. Right. <laughs> so then you have the designated driver. That's the worst part, right? Like, you're counting how many beers you can each have. Oh, wow. <laughs> you get to, like, the third beer. You're like, all right, this is my third. You have to stop now and drink water. What do you do for a career? I, I don't I'm, a, I'm a salesman. Okay. Industrial supplies. Okay. So. so not, not super exciting. That's okay, but it, um, 
first thing I want to ask is that everybody says this, that, that have been capitals. I'm really interested in, in hearing uh, your experience. Um, I'll say, before, you, before you ask that, why don't you tell me about your first game, first game that you came to, and stepping and leading <coughs> up to the first day where you became a capital? The first game was the very first game. So I was at work listening to the radio, and they said, Louisville City has a professional soccer team. And I was like, what? <laughs> I got to get tickets. So I called Beth, and I was like, get tickets to this match. And so she looks them up and goes, do you want the cheap ones or the expensive ones? And I said, well, where are the expensive ones? Right, right. She, right on the, on the right in midfield. Let's sit in midfield. That'll be the best. Okay, okay. So we get tickets. We're sitting in midfield. Everybody else is having a great time. The team is kicking St. Louis's butt. Right. We're having a blast. We're like, we want to sit. Which is here. something that everybody's doing right now, by the right? way. Right? Gosh, so awful. What, what happened there? <laughs> Anyway, I digress. So we watched everybody have a good time that first match, and we are like, we're going to sit there. That's where we're going to sit. So the next day, Beth ordered season tickets. Okay. And we've attended almost every match since then. And I guess it was the third season. They had a – 2017, they had a meeting for people that wanted to be capos. Right. And I was – we've been attending a lot of road matches, and I wanted to learn the cheers so I could help people at away matches cheer. Right. And so I go to this meeting, and it was Melissa, and I want to say maybe Ken, I think you were there maybe, and Rick. And I sit down, and Melissa goes, what are you here for? And I said, well, you know, I want to learn the cheers so I can cheer, uh, you know, for the away matches. And she goes, you can't just cheer the away matches. Said, what do you mean? If you're going to cheer, you're going to cheer all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that said, sounds like Melissa. I said, all right, I'm in. And right. I went home and told Beth, and she's like, I can't believe you agreed to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that first match uh, – the first time I got up there, I think it was with Melissa, and it was intense, and it was so much fun, and getting everybody going, yeah, it's a good time. And really the first, uh, leading to what I was, I wanted to ask you, but I wanted to hear first about your, you know, what led you to do that. Most of the folks that have become capos have told us that they're, they were very introverted at first, and then for some reason, this came along and has had literally an impact on people's personalities. I guess the first question is, are, oh, well, you're a salesman. You can't be that introverted. You can't sell nothing if you're introverted. Yeah, That's so impossible. We actually were having a random discussion at home tonight, and uh, I was talking about possibly driving Lyft, and Beth was like, that's a really good career because you like to talk to strangers. <laughs> okay. I was like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I'll talk to just about anybody on the street. Like, right, 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 right. I definitely – this wasn't a – a personality uh, opening for me. I've always been kind of a very extroverted person. I talk to everybody, right, right, anybody, right. have a good time. So did that lend itself to making it easier to be a capo? Because it's different. That's not, that's it's not as it's, it's not as interpersonal. I mean, now you're talking to an inter- not talking. You're singing in front of the entire <laughs> crowd. That's a whole different. I don't thing. know if you've heard me sing, but it's not that great. <laughs> Especially not through that megaphone. It's just, yeah, that's yeah. a weird deal. Right. That's, but anyway, was that that, or so it's that first game, and it's your first game, and you're looking at the crowd, and do you remember that experience? What it was like? Oh yeah. <laughs> I went home and cleaned my underwear. And- exactly. I was like, <laughs> what did I get myself into? Everybody is staring at me, and then I was like, I'm just gonna have a good time, and hopefully they'll start having a good time. So I just started having fun up there, and then everybody else had fun. So That's I was awesome. like, just keep going. That is awesome. What's your favorite? What's your favorite? What's your favorite? Uh, favorite shoe? I really like We Are Five Hundred Two. I like that one too. I mean, like yeah, misfits, like, you know, like, like kind of punk rock. Right, that, right, right. And that's, that's what I also wanted to get into with you a little bit, is you are a, a bit of a music aficionado. Uh-huh. I'm always seeing online that you're listening to music, like, all the time. And 
Um, I want to hear a little bit. It's about, intense. Yeah. <laughs> I go to I go to Peddler's Mall quite a bit, and I, I was at Peddler's Mall down here at, in Middletown. Uh, what? few weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm like, Glenn, I'm sending Glenn pictures because somebody sells like old vinyl records right. at, at the at Peddler's Mall. And Glenn's like, dude, thank you so much. It's so awesome. exciting when somebody gives you a tip that some <laughs> And usually places like that, they sell them for less than other places, right? Because the right. store gets them and they look up on Discogs and they figure out the top dollar price. Places like that are going to charge, you know, $5 a record or yeah, whatever. Right, right. So that's where you want to find, find your gems there. Okay. Yep. So... But I, it's um, if I, it's gonna be a tough question to ask. I mean, you you have a pretty eclectic music uh, music tastes. Oh. So if I had to ask you what two or three of your favorite bands were or musicians, who would they be? <sighs> That's so difficult. Cause it, what what genre of music do you want? Like I I know you were a big fan of my EP that I put out in, in February. Joe Vallow, who I am. I'm sorry, did I just shamelessly plug myself? I apologize. I believe you might have, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I have to Seriously, like two or three that you would be like a go-to when you need to listen to somebody listen. So there's a Japanese metal band, Boris. Okay. I drove to Philadelphia to see them perform wow. from Louisville. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, they're one of my favorite bands. I have almost all of their records. How many? Um, how many people? In, I've never heard of. How many people? Uh, there's some of those bands. There's a lot people. of players. On there's only four people in this band. Okay. And they're amazing, very loud, and their style changes. Each record is a little different. Okay. So they evolve. Boris. Yeah. Right. And their next record's actually coming out on Third Man Records, which is kind of exciting. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, especially the amount of Third Man Records. I mean, Jack White has almost all of my money at this point. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if he had a direct deposit program, I could probably work on that, like awesome. give him my paycheck. Um, shoot. So I just ordered, uh, there's this band, this heavy band, uh, Bongzilla. Yes, like I've heard, I've heard the name. Yeah. I ordered a couple of their records. So I've been listening to that See, a lot here's lately. A th- here's the thing about metal. And, and here's where I kind of I, I jumped off the ship. I jumped off the ship when I couldn't understand what they were saying anymore. Get out of here, I'm Joe. I'm serious because <laughs> I'm a lyrics guy and I love listening to I, I love listening to the stories and songs. Glenn and I are gonna make you listen to Every Time I Die. Oh my gosh! Okay. Okay. I was listening to that way here. <laughs> Who's Low that? teens. Every time I die. Okay. Oh, you, won't be, you won't be able to understand what he's saying, but once you read the lyrics, you're like, whoa. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I do with Ramstein is that I I love the music. I love the music. It's just I can't understand what they're saying. Because it's, it's in German. I know, I know, but that's the German, point. Right? Is that I want to understand what they're saying. That I guess that doesn't really matter to you. No. Which is great. It does, I, mean, I mean, that makes you smart. I don't understand great. some of it. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it probably drives Beth crazy, but I can sing along to the Acacia Strain, and they definitely, like, none of their <laughs> their lyrics are, like, complete. I know what they, he's saying. Like, he was doing enough. He can decipher that and then once you learn all the lyrics to horse the band then you're good oh you can yeah, understand anything absolutely I'm, right i had a, a, a he's not going to hear this i have a former student who play i'm not going to say the name of the band because i have a former student that plays drums in a band i'll tell you offline off and uh, he was like come see the band this is going back gosh i don't know 15 years ago and i'm like okay dude i'll come see the band and I, he was he was a good drummer i mean he was, he was a good drummer in school and i went to see it and it was it was it was I, it was the darkest dark metal thing I had ever experienced in my life. So it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was. I couldn't get past the. I, I just couldn't get past the fact that a I couldn't understand what they were saying, and b I felt that I was surrounded by Satan. Did you get? So, in, <laughs> did you get in the pit? No. no. Oh. And then man, I stuck, but I stuck around for the whole for the whole show. <laughs> nice. And and I was like, yeah, great. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You meet but, some characters at those shows. Yeah. No kidding. But uh, okay. So vinyl. Or digital? 
Oh, I'm all vinyl. Really? I have See, about 3,000 records. But have you ever played an instrument? Not well. Okay, so you never recorded. If you've ever recorded, I mean, a lot of people, they'll say that they like doing it analog. They're lying out their ass. Because <laughs> digital is so much easier. Like I could do, like when I did my thing, I did most of the, all the solo work and all the keyboard work in my apartment. Wow. You know, and it, that's that's why you know, I guess it's, for me it's it's experiencing it from that side of it and how easy it is. So a good vinyl system would be. I mean, I don't want to ask you what you have or if, unless you want to say it. I mean, it's up to you. To, you know. Which one? Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. My you know, my the, favorite is probably my Rega RP1 turntable. Oh, it is. Everything sounds so. You know, some people would argue that that's actually an instrument, so you can play instruments. Come on, there you go. So I'm awesome playing that instrument. So. All right. So all right. So you're doing. I want to ask you something about the signs on your back. You know, you put different signs on your back. Where did that come from? When did that start? A punk rock thing, right? Like you'd go to a punk rock show and you'd get a back patch from the band. You'd put it on your vest. Okay. So I decided that I would put a little message on one. For each match, right? Uh, match specific, so it's supposed to be something. Sometimes it's a pun, sometimes it's makes it more serious. But typically, it's just. I always funny, look for them. Like, I always look for them. I was. Well, I, I, I read that. your. I read your back, Glenn. Awesome. <laughs> so, what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite that you do? Oh, I don't know that I have. A, I really like. I did the one that said "Freedom" in red, white, and blue a couple okay. matches ago. Okay. But just because I actually painted it really well. <laughs> <laughs> so but, it's more of the aesthetics. Yeah, it, and it had like the it had gold <laughs> glitter awesome. outline and like it looked really good. Didn't necessarily have an awesome. I mean, freedom is an awesome message, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like one of those really creative messages where I used a nice pun to make fun of our opponent. Right, 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 right. And um, all right, so now you're 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 uh, part of the whole deal, and you're and you're really ensconced in all of this. Uh, you've been to the stadium, I'm assuming, a bunch of times. I'm going to guess that you've been there once or twice. Only once. Come on, really? I've only been there once. Okay. It. So. I almost there, missed. I almost missed the turnoff coming here today. Looking at it, I swear to God, I swear, I swear. I was inside on Monday, and I walked because they did the naming rights thing, and I went down there and. I walked through the tunnel and came out in the field and I had goosebumps. And I looked around and I was like, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Would you ever, I mean, four years, five years ago, would you have looking right. around Slugger and been like, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to have this amazing stadium. State stadium. of the art. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like we were just saying with Howie, it's like, you, this is going to be the place to play if you're not in Division One. Yeah, for, for sure. The, for that time period, you know, who knows what's going to happen with USL. It's going to be a massive, there are going to be so many changes in the next 10, 15 years. So pro was, rel maybe maybe or or something akin to uh, we're going to talk about that later of uh, an interview that uh, Garber just gave and um, the uh, uh, I always ask the capos um, what do you like about what's going on what do you think we could do a little better what would you you know what would you suggest uh, are you are you just generally happy with it? I mean you can be that's that's a, that's a legit answer I mean I'm generally pretty happy I think that trying to get more people involved with the march might be a good thing yeah. like I feel like I feel like the first couple of years, it was real like show of force. We came down the street. There's a bunch of us. And I feel like it kind of has filled out. Maybe that's people don't want to, it's too short or whatever right. it is. But I feel like we should get that going for the new season. I feel like that's something. Right. It'd be really awesome if we had an entire street in Butchertown where yeah. we just took over. And I've been scouting. It looks like, so there's a really nice path that runs right next to Copper and Kings. They have like a gate at the back of, okay. and it goes right into the back of the stadium there. So I don't know if they would open that up for us so we could march down that That's way. Okay. Straight to the Cooper mm-hmm. section too. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Is it really? Man. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. not familiar with that at all. I, I don't know that area very well. But that's, that's you know, I, yeah. I, I love the fact 
when you when you drive past that stadium, and I say it all the time, it is, man, for lack of a better word, majestic. There's something about it that is just so cool. When when I kind of start ending my day, I'm typically da- I'm I'm either downtown or I'm on campus down at Belknap. I will take 64 home, and you know how it kind of it there's like that incline, and then you merge on to either you know 71, 64, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I actually enjoy the traffic that gets built up there because sometimes you get stuck in it. It's, it's all that traffic building up before the Grinstead tunnel. Yeah. And sometimes I have stopped on that bridge and I'll just sit in my car like, Oh, there it is. It's right next to me. And I'll, oh, it's, it's, it's like, I love, I love, this tra- I love this traffic jam so much. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah. So it's, um, it's been, it's been pretty crazy watching this whole thing take off. Has it not? Absolutely. And, what uh, I know, I asked you what you would, um, what you'd like to see as far as being a capo, you know, different. What about one of the things that I've been t- tossing around uh, is trying to raise a little bit of money for for uh, a bit of a sound system for the capos, where they could actually use a, a microphone instead of megaphones. Instead of megaphones, what do you think? I think, I, that'd, be, I think that'd be amazing. Okay, okay. Because then people will actually hear us. Because I think right now, right, because we all assume that it's a megaphone and we have to yell see? through it. So we yell into a megaphone. I don't know if you guys know how that works, but it's not yeah, real good. Yeah, and that's that's it's, I was, it sounds super distorted and especially when nobody understands direction. Right. Some people you know, like right, right at you. And Sorry it's and I, and I hate the more you drink, the harder it is to aim. <laughs> but that's the, Glenn. That's what we were just talking about before. You know, I used to teach marching band and I used to teach drum corps. And you'd ask a horn player, and and I don't say anything about it because still, who cares? Everybody's having a good time. But when you're a horn player and you're trying to teach 80-some-odd players to musically, you want them all facing the bell at you. And it's the same effect. If I have a megaphone and I do like this, you know, the birds can hear you. But it's just because of the way the sound is. I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying, I mean, we do all, you know, there's things that we do that nobody, you know, whatever. It's just that I, that's the reason why, is that if you, if you have a microphone that you have to speak into, if it's on a stand or something like that, you don't have to worry about that. You don't have yep. to worry about you know, distorted and, and megaphones, that speaker, it's, I'm surprised they haven't come up with like digital something microphone megaphones that don't sound, I've never seen one. I mean, maybe because people just use microphone. I mean, the the, mm-hmm. the, the, the portable systems are so easy to carry around mm-hmm. now. So, I mean, that'd be something you think might be a pretty cool idea. Absolutely. Yeah, something to think about. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, man, add something. We always give everybody a chance add to just something. talk about oh, whatever man. you want. Go ahead. Uh, talk about the podcast. Talk about the talk barrel, about barrel talk, about, talk about you as a member of the board, right? Oh, oh yeah. I took over a new position. I'm Which was? Right now. Okay. So getting everything in order, making sure we're taking care of all of our bills and whatnot. So, so you'll know if you have enough money for a That was a yeah. first meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Wow. We'll be all right. We'll get I know. Um, the first board meeting I come back to. Chaos. Just really? all the stuff that uh, needs to be done right now. now. Yeah. Right, right, right. We're doing good now. We are. We're going in the right good. direction for 2020. Mm-hmm. Right. We also, I, I've been featuring on uh, the Bear Proof podcast now. Mm-hmm. Yes, tell us about that as well. So I guess Matt stepped away to do something else. I'm not sure what yeah, he's it doing. Must, it, must, it must be this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in fact, it is. <laughs> so that was an opening, and I thought it would help out. I mean, we're going to get more involved. Right. And I think that so it's Ty and you and and who else is Taylor, Taylor still, still a regular or he's every other week right now and okay. then we have Matt as well right. Matt Dalton. I Matt haven't Dalton. seen Ty in a long time. I I, I Ty I, I had a good I had a conversation with Ty at um one of the uh, one of those resurfaced games 
and talk to the guy for like 20 minutes. Really, really cool dude. Like I, I enjoy yeah. talking to him. He's, he's a good dude. He's an awesome guy. He really is. So like, how's, how, how's that all meshing together? I mean, I listened to it, and I thought the last – like, um, I was a little disappointed in the answer on the tacos last week from Taylor. I let him know that. I mean, if, if he can only do four tacos. I'm, right? Who only eats four tacos? Only, eating only four tacos. He said something about his girlish figure. I was like, I'll let that go. <laughs> so, <laughs> At least ten, if not more. Yeah, right. So, what's, I mean, it's, it's meshing together pretty well. I think so. I mean, you – I listen to it. I'm always uh, very critical at first. I'm like, oh man, that was terrible. Then I listen back. I'm like, I didn't do so bad. And I'm getting better each episode. So remembering to say more things. I actually, I believe, if you listen back the past few episodes, I never introduced myself. I introduced everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I know so. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, this is who's with me. You don't know who I am, though. Surprise. <laughs> but uh, so you got that. You got your board members. So you are yeah. deeply involved. And I'm, I'm guessing um, it's because you love it. You have Absolutely. to. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I mean, you were in New Jersey three years ago at the, the, the I mean, who drives on a right. Sunday night right. to New Jersey to see the Eastern Conference Championship? You know what I mean? Like, we had a pretty good crowd there that night. Absolutely. We, had a, we were way louder than they were. It wasn't even funny. Yeah. Did they have, what, like 300 or something? Well, they had 300. It wasn't even that, though, because a lot of them were fans of the of the MLS team. Right. And um, Name recognition? Yeah, they were just yeah. kind of, like, I think they kind of begged people to show up. Yeah. So, you know, we were way louder than they were. I mean, so yeah. I they had the MLS game right before that. They did. Absolutely. Right. They that's, that's absolutely correct. Through. That's why they stuck around. There yeah. wasn't even that many people that stuck around. It was surprising how many people left. And they kept announcing, and I'm like, why is everybody leaving? There's another match. Right. And you guys are supposed to support this team? They were tired. Well, it was a really long day. It, it was hot, too. It was hot, if I remember correctly. It was pretty hot that afternoon. Yeah, it was a warm afternoon, I guess. But, I mean, well, that's the whole mentality of that area. I've grown up. I, mean, I grew up in the town right next to it. And, um, you know, it's a pro sports area. We're just talking about that with Lindsay. And, and they, there's this thing where people have to attach themselves to the identity of something bigger. I don't, I still don't get it. As long as you have a good time, what do I care about? What division the stupid team is? It's, you know, the most fun I ever had at sporting events besides Louisville is when I used to go to high school soccer games. We had, we had so much fun at those things. So, I mean, anyway. Um, is it, isn't sports fandom really weird in America, though? Yes, like, it is. It's I mean, very weird. It's even like, weirder in this city. Sorry about that. It's, but... but Nobody supports a team that's like you talk to anyone. Who's your NFL team? And everyone's got some crazy team far away that they never yeah. have gone to a game for. Right. And then you're like, we actually have this pro soccer team. Oh, I don't know about that. There's They're a in lot your town. There's a lot Literally of Literally down the street. There like, a, no. I don't know. Man, this has been a lot of fun. I hope you had a good time. Definitely going to have you back. We're, we're going to cycle through everybody. And, so, I, so I did okay? Then I, yeah, was, I think you, you did you, terrible. You passed, you passed the audition. Yes. Talk about the Beatles. It was, so, it was uh, glorious. It was glorious. Wow. But uh, I really. Next time we're gonna talk about every time I die, though. We'll have okay. a whole list of songs to go over. Oh with God. <laughs> we should play some for him. Joe's not gonna know what to do with himself. No, I'm He's telling him because sitting there going, "What? If you that guy's a lyrical, lyrical genius. By every time I die, then it's off the new record. Okay. There's a lot of clean vocals on the new record. Okay. Compared to most of the other ones. Okay. So at least you'll be able to understand some of it. Map changes though. It's lyrically, it's a pretty amazing song. Anyway. <laughs> Cool. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Thank you. Thank Thank you. Glenn. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming over, man. Glenn Grum, ladies and gentlemen, who, like we said, has done a lot of work. Um, obviously, if you're talking about doing the podcast and being involved in the board of the Cougars and uh, doing a capital thing at games, um, Matt, that's a lot of work. It is. It is a bit of work. <laughs> but uh, listen. I'm doing a bit different drunk, or different podcast, different role in the board, and drumming is the capital. Right, right, right. So that's one of the things we could definitely push um, as time goes on uh, is we could really use some more people 
to hook up that that have maybe not stepped up yet to do any leadership stuff. And leadership doesn't have to be something like visual like this. You, you know, we're doing this. Yep. There's a lot of opportunities, um, you know, especially with the community outreach thing starting to really ramp up where we can, you know, we can really use some help in uh, doing all of this. So I'm going to ask a favor. We haven't even talked about this, but, um, you know, we're running a little behind. I mean, it's already nine o'clock. And uh, maybe we can put off the wrestling deal for a show. Yeah, let's okay? do that. Is that okay? Let's do that. Put it off for a <laughs> No? It's fine. Let's do, do it to where I can actually like, not be sick and have put some thought into it. Is okay. That, well, yeah. And it'll give, give us another week to promote it, too. So what we've been doing over the last, uh, show, the last four uh, shows is we've been picking uh, wrestlers to hook and, and matching them up with some of our players. And we've had mock matches. And we have a championship coming up. And we'll talk about it more on Twitter. Um, but it's, we're going to call it the super duper death match. And I don't even know why I call it that, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I want to, I'm just, I just, I want to give it enough time to make it, to make it fun. Okay. And I think we're going to be in a bit of rush because I know, um, Mike has a, Mike has a job. Don't you? Do you work? Mike? No, 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 he doesn't have a job. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move right on with the show. We're going to do the wrestling bit next week. So for, for time purposes, but our next guest, our final guest of the evening is, is someone who, who you may know. You have to come over here, man. We're not coming over here. <laughs> what? <He's laughs> Wonderful. That's good. Look at this. Very nice. Very good. See, you just, you just set the standard. You just set the standard for bringing people on. I don't even think he was drinking. Or no, I'm not even drinking yet. <laughs> not even drinking yet. Folks, if you've been following... I mean, I know that uh, Jameson right over there, so... Uh, well, yeah, we probably I can probably work that in. I can grab some if you'd like. Um, if you've been yeah, following the, the team at any level, you know who Mike Bromwell is. He's adopted the nickname yeah. Scouse, and he has been the person that has coordinated the entire section, uh, one of the end zone sections. End zone, listen to me. End zone, man. End zone, what the hell is that? Exactly, I apologize. The NFL starts tonight. The Giants have their first uh, preseason game. But the... Uh, he uh, behind that goal, behind the other goal, he has organized that section, has done a massive amount of work, um, and we are very, very happy to have you on, sir. How's Good to be here. Good Welcome to, be to the apartment. Yeah, thank you, thank you. It took me a while to find it, and uh, you know, it took me, uh, I think, uh, you got 20 seconds from work, just over there, and uh, it came straight on. You're always That's, driving around. Yeah. Every time I call you, you're, you're, you're. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do a lot of driving. Are you special? Is that what people love Oh, yeah, you? I'm special. I can tell. So my wife and I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's special. Yeah, right, right, right. But man, By the way, cheers. Oh, cheers. Thank you for coming. Awesome on. Awesome talk. Cheers. Brad Estes. Cheers. And uh, so I've been excited because we've, you know, we've become pretty close. And we're, we're yeah. buds. And, but I have yet to ask you about your childhood. What it was like growing up, becoming a, a Liverpool fan, and living in that area. So if you could take a couple minutes, tell us all. Well, about you know, um, I never had a choice. Right. Yeah. Um, I had a choice where I was born. No. Yeah. Didn't have a choice. <laughs> hey, I want to come out of your womb. Uh, always going to be a Liverpool fan, <laughs> no matter what. That's something you never hear in a <laughs> something you'll never hear in a podcast. Hey, I want to come out of your womb. <laughs> well, he's Glenn's got me talking about death metal now. I want to talk about things. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Are you done? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm going to interrupt you probably like five more times. Okay. So, uh, you know, I was going to be a Liverpool fan whether I liked it or not, and I'm glad I am. Um, so, growing up, you know, there was, uh, there was football, and there was football, and there was football. You know, um, you know I was lucky to, to grow up, and um, one of my all-time favorite mentors in the game was... Um, one of the best managers ever to, to live was uh, Bill Shanker. Mm -hmm. 
and um, I got to actually see him up close and personal and um, I've been to uh, Anfield when I was a kid and you know I've been there and watched um, players like um, Kenny Dalglish and um, best goalkeeper ever was uh, Ray Clements and Stevie Highway and Kevin Keegan and you know, and um, I was lucky enough before um, I moved over here to watch players like Ian Rush and John Barnes and okay. Peter Beardsley. And so, what was there a specific neighborhood? I mean, what neighborhood is it? Was there a specific area in town that you grew up in? Well, I, I grew up. Um, I was born in um, Liverpool Lake, which is Topsworth, which is okay. the kind of um, you know the rough area of town. Right, and then. Um, I moved out to um, a place called Allerton. Okay. Um, and went to school out there, and um, you know, and uh, that's where I spent most of my years growing up was out there. But okay. uh, you know, I was always every other Saturday is getting on the bus, going down to uh, Anfield, standing on a cop watching Liverpool play. So two questions now. That I want to, that it's such a it's so different than what goes on in the states here. Tell us about when you're growing up in in the community aspect of soccer. You know, with with the shirt, and I'm not saying as an Everton fan, he just you could brag all day. I got nothing to say. I just be crapping on us for years. So, but the uh, tell us the first question is the community connection to those teams. I mean, you're you're obviously exposed to Everton as well, yes. and what that's like, and and and, and that, what that experience is, and how intense it is. Well, you know, it's it's the uh, it's the rivalry that literally splits families right down the middle. Right. Because half the family will be Liverpool supporters, the other half will be Everton supporters. Mm-hmm. And it's just down to the uh, the rivalry um, between the, the, the two teams. And, you know, it's all down to bragging rights. Right, right. You know, and especially when um, you have the um, the derby right. and um, Liverpool are playing Everton. Right. And, you know, you have two, three, four weeks of the build-up to build the up game to and then the actual game. And then... Monday morning you go to work and you're ragging on the Everton supporters because right. they lost again. Again. Yeah. And, and on the <laughs> I, um, I'm just on occasion that Everton do win, you know, you you don't want to lift your head up and you're you know, See, I just equate it to being if you're if from the area that I grew up in, if you're a Mets fan, if you mm-hmm. have the Yankees and the Mets, because the Yankees have been so superior all forever. Mm-hmm. Every now and then the Mets pop their heads up, but it's just if you're a Mets fan or any Yankees fan, you you, you know so that's how I just that's how I equate my experience as an Everton fan. <laughs> but you know, um in Everton's defence, I um, grew up in a, a time when Everton were the top, top of the league. Top team, in the 80s. They, they were kicking everybody's butt, um, you know, with Howard Kendall and... Um, keeper, what the, oh gosh. Uh, yeah, with... Um, Who was the keeper's name uh, in the 80s? Uh, uh, Neville Southall. Neville Neville, right. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Graham Sharp and, uh, you know, all those guys and Peter Reid, you know, because uh, um, that was a great team. Right. You know, and um, an England team that was based around the Everton team at the time. Um, if it wasn't for Diego Maradona's hand of yeah, God, yeah. England may have gone to well, the World Cup with a core of Everton Everton players, players. Um, in the England team. You know, and that was the uh, the time to be an Everton supporter. That must then. have been pretty thick. It must be pretty weird when you're when you have teams that have that kind of a rivalry playing on the national team and then playing together. Do you think? Yes. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's got to be weird. It's got to be a little odd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So okay, so. You're you're growing up, or you're in that community. Uh, obviously, the intensity, not so much. You, know, you mentioned the rivalry, and that's a good thing. But the the connection at birth mm-hmm. to, to to soccer and, and what and, and what and then, and then equate that to what you're starting to see here. Well, that that's my goal 
here. I want everybody over here to experience what I had growing up. Okay, love for a soccer team. Have the passion mm -hmm. to get behind your local team, right. so that on um, Monday morning you can go to work and you know even though you may hate the job that you're doing, you've got something positive to get you through the week yep. because on Saturday. Your local team kicked the butt. Right, 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 right. Okay. Um, and also on, on the opposite side, it gives you something to distract yourselves. Um, when even when they lose, um, you know the, the humdrum, horrible job that some people have got, and you know you hear them complain now, oh, I hate my job. But yeah, you've got something positive to talk about, which is the football team. Right. You know. And no, it doesn't matter if you win, lose, or draw. You know, you've always got something to look forward to on a Saturday because you know, on Saturday I want to go watch right. Liverpool City play. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been thinking all week of, you know, this is a, a stupendous weekend because tomorrow I leave work and right. I'm straight over to my the season. Yeah. Liverpool play Norwich tomorrow. <laughs> um, Saturday, um, I wish I could watch the games all day, but we got. Be busy on Saturday. Saturday, we'll give you a chance to talk about yep. it. Yeah, and then on um, Sunday, we'll go watch Louisville City. Right. You know, and I'll be down at, at the ground at uh, probably noontime on um, Sunday, setting up the flags, setting up Scouser's house, and I want everybody to feel the passion that I had growing up, right. and I want people to to realize what a fabulous sport right. that soccer really is. Mm -hmm. And I think I sent. Most of you guys last night, I watched this. Um, this is a, a shout out to my uh, lovely wife, Chris. Hey, hi, Chris. Um, she um, found this thing on um, Amazon.com. You know, they did okay. the, the, the um, Amazon Prime, right? And there's a documentary that they have done. Oh, okay, 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 right, 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 right. This is football, right? Right, I've heard about it. I haven't and seen it. Um, I watched episode one, season one yesterday and it just so happens that it was based around a bunch of Liverpool supporters from Rwanda. Hmm. Wow. Okay. And these poor guys, they grew up during the troubles back in the nineties and um these guys are witnessing their families being slaughtered right. and all of the terrible times they had to go through, but the one thing they had was football. That's right. And even after all of that horrible stuff that happened to them at the end of the day, they settle the differences on football pitch, right. you know, for the love of football, right, right, right. you know, and it, it, it kind of moved me last night to, you know, to, to, to get out there and post it out there because, right. you know, now I'm going to wait to see what episode two is like. Right. You know, right. I know it's not going to be about Liverpool, but it, right. it's... You know, it can't all be about Liverpool. Can't be about okay. Liverpool. Let, right. Let's let now, some of us have a in the sun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now tell me tell me about Do you know you know why Everton fans have always got a pain in the neck? Go ahead. Just always looking up. Uh, I, know. <laughs> I, I love Everton. We're all eighth place. Something eighth place. Well you eighth place. Eighth place. Eighth place. Anyway, the um so I'm guessing that led you to put the section together at Scouts House. Tell us all about it. Well, um, I had no intention of putting a second together in, in, in the house uh, because um, all I wanted to do was go watch football. Right. And it was me and it was um, Kevin Bassano and um, remember uh, James? James Lowe and his family and um, 
um, remember um, Derek Johnson. Derek, right. Yeah. And unfortunately, um, this is what the fifth anniversary of his death. Yeah. Um, and he's greatly missed. And he was a, a, a lovely guy, even though he was a Man United supporter. <laughs> um, but he's a, he was a lovely guy. And we were all standing there at the halfway line. Um, and notice I said standing at the half. Right, right, standing. Not right. sitting down because it's um, one of those things that um, I never do. I never sit down at a football match. Mm-hmm. And um, James Lowe, he just uh, um, piped up. Oh, we're in the house of Scouts. And, you know, right. it's when it kind of stuck. And then shortly after that match, the front office approached me and said, how about getting all you guys and take it behind the other goal? Right. Um, and you know what my passion is, is your home team has got to be attacking friendly supporters through the entire game. Right. Because if you go to Manchester United, you got Manchester United fans on behind both of the goals. Right. You go to Anfield, they're behind both of the goals. Right. You, know, you go to Everton, they're behind both of the goals. Right. And that was my passion, just to, to get people behind the goals, support the team. Because um, I know a lot of people don't seem to think um, the power of the supporters. Hey, no. the power of supporters is, is well underestimated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, I've never been down on a pitch to to listen to us all yelling and screaming, but mm-hmm. listen to the the players that we've got here at Louisville City and how many times that they have told us, you know, um, what we bring to the to the team and right. the pride that they have mm-hmm. when they have, they listen to us screaming and singing and um, making all that noise. Right, and and as a supporter group, you became an official supporter group last year, right? Is that yeah, beginning yeah. Of last year. So um, now that it's an official supporter group, some of the things that you uh, you all are involved in as far as outreach, uh, what you're looking to do. Or let's start with that first. Is um, what are you looking to do above and beyond just going to games? I know that's the core thing. Is obviously go to games, have a yeah. good time, scream, drink beer, whatever. But is there anything else that you're looking? Just bringing people together. Right. Because, you know, um, I'm a, um, an immigrant myself. You know, I've lived here now um, 27 years. You're not from the South End? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. I couldn't, I couldn't tell. I could never talk that slow. It's a, <laughs> at, least, at least, let me tell you something. You have more You have more of an American accent than I do. <laughs> You're closer than I am because friggin' New Jersey, I can't help it. This yeah. used to be way worse. Trust me. It used to be way worse. But so, okay, so, um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So um, it's just about bringing people together. Oh. You know, um, one of the things that I experienced when I first moved over here was um, I didn't know what anything it was. I had no one to turn to. Right. I had to figure this all out by myself. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm damned if I'm going to let somebody come to this community needing a little bit of help. And all it could be is just go downtown to 6th of Main and that's where it's at. Okay. You know, okay. I want to bring people together. I want to give them information that they need to make life a little bit easier, you know, um, because the days that I was homesick and the days that um, I was wondering how Liverpool were doing, I had to wait on a newspaper that was a week old. Right, right, right. You know, it's not like it is now. um, But um, I want to reach out to the international community and say, hey, everybody loves soccer. Get down to the stadium, come stand with Scouser's house. Right. right. A true international group and right. stand with us and support the team. Right. You know, and, you know, 
there's a reason why I have, um, I think, what, 45 flags now sitting in my, That's awesome. in the bag in the back of my car because um, each one of those flags represents somebody that's either playing on a team or has been in scouts. That's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. And um, I guess you're seeing, um, without, I'm not going to put words in anybody's mouth, over the last couple of months, a real resurgence in everybody sort of rowing in the same direction. Yeah, from a supportive thing, it's got to be a good thing to say. Yeah, and um, that's partly shame on me because uh, we got away from talking to each other. Um, and I know um, the Coopers have come; um, they've had a change of leadership and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that, that's that's shame on me for not reaching out before ah, this yeah. to make it happen. Um, but again, it's all about togetherness and, yeah. and, uh, and pulling together. And if the supporters groups don't talk to each other, whether we're official supporter groups or not, not official supporter, supporter that's groups. absolutely correct. It doesn't really matter. Supporter right. is a supporter. Right. And if there's any supporters out there that feel like that they would benefit from coming to the meeting on Monday night, the next meeting right. is on Monday night over at Saints, 7 o'clock. Right. If you have a voice, come and tell us, absolutely. talk to us. You know, because if you don't talk to us, I can't help you. Right. And and, and one of the things that I've always, that I'm, I'm always <clears throat> harping on, well, two things. Number one, Hey, Glenn, you're coming, right? Absolutely. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm a, I'm, and I've said this, I, I, I've said this every time I've been on this. I'm a, I'm a supporter of this team who happens to be a member of the Groove Machine. Mm-hmm. I am not a member of the Groove Machine that happens to support Louisville City. Mm-hmm. And that's that mindset, I think, has really taken hold pretty deeply this year more than it has mm-hmm. over previous. Not that it was bad. I don't think it was ever bad. But I think people that have that have the heart that like you have to step up and do the things. Are starting to rise to the top, and yeah. and, and as, as a supporter just of the team in general, I appreciate you doing that because it's not easy. It's not easy, <laughs> and you know, uh, it, it, a lot of people don't realize um, Scouser's House is not just me. Right. You know, there's so many really good, great people that yep. are behind me We've had to a help me out, and mm-hmm. you know, there's um, Kenny Owl, Kenny, who's here, the, Kenny's yeah, up, right? yeah, the button pusher. You know, because yeah. if I couldn't, I wouldn't know how to turn on a stupid computer. You know, all I turn it on and it goes. <laughs> You know, and uh, we metal through somehow. I have no idea. It's Matt. Matt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're screwing. Yes. So you know, it, it it takes an army, you know, to um, to organize everything that's going on. And if it wasn't for the guys in the Groove Machine and the Coopers and everybody that's out there, you know what? I couldn't get it done by myself. Right, 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 right. You know, and I'm sure you guys couldn't get it done by yourself. And then the quicker we start working together. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, last year, we remember we had that um, supporters meeting over at, at uh, Saints, right? And uh, we all got together, and that was the first and only time we ever did it. Right. And but now we're getting back, to, getting back on track and getting together so that we can all talk and make the experience not just at this stadium right now. We've got a new stadium. Do you know we've got a new stadium opening next year? Do you know? Really? That? Did we really? I have no idea. I I yeah, that's next year. That. Next year we're gonna new. You know, if we don't start talking now, <coughs> Lynn Family Stadium. I just keep saying that to remind myself. Yeah, thank you to the Lynn Family. Back. Absolutely, thank you very much. And like yeah. we say, in case you haven't noticed, um, Mr. Dr. Lynn's going to be here uh, August 29th as one of our guests. Anyway, please. Go. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just we got to work together. Right. Yeah. Okay. So here we all get told uh, we got the meeting coming up on Monday. Yeah. Um, any anything anything you want to you want to tease about that meeting or no basically you know we're, we're at the second meeting um you know it was all getting together 
and so we're kind of still feeling each other out and getting ideas and stuff and um you know what all i expect from people when they come to the meeting house have an open mind right you know and give us your opinions and um, if you've got any ideas hey voice them you know because um we don't have all the answers and right you know. yeah and that's true too is that the more it's the, the organization continues to improve as far as the communication is concerned and but we still you can have 40 minds we could use 50 mm-hmm. or 60 or 70 because yeah. mm-hmm. the more information that's being that's being properly disseminated mm-hmm. not just a bunch of people going hey can we do this you know yeah that's like one of the things we run into with the, with the, with the chance hey i got a great chance it goes like this Okay, we're in the middle of a game. I don't think we can get that. We can work that in right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, 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 you know, you're like, you write know, that down. Can please. you write that down at least? And then maybe at the next whatever, you know, so, um, you know, that, that part of it has been, has been pretty, uh, pretty cool to see. Um, but what we always do is, you know, um, what do I, I feel like, a, I feel like I'm not talking about something specific that I wanted to ask about. I feel like though I should have wrote these down. Um, we talked about scouts. No, the stadium. Talk about the stadium and what you what you've seen so far. Have you been there? I mean, have you been I've inside? Been, I've been once. Okay. At the initial uh, walkthrough a few months ago. What was that like? Um, it, it, it was pretty amazing. You know, yeah. they, you know, they were just uh, still finishing up putting the roof up. Um, they hadn't even put the roof on yet, but they were putting the, the framework for the roof up. Um, Scouts' house wasn't even there yet. Right. And, um, you know. Um, but uh, I've got to go back out there and see what it's like now because I drive past it every single day. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, um, sometimes two, three times a day, and it's never the same every time I drive past right. it. Something's always gone yep. on, and you, you're looking over there, and it's like, oh, man, that wasn't there earlier, you know. Um, you know, and then the, the guys at work, just shut up about the stadium. We've got a job today. He's like, no, we've got to talk about the stadium. It's right over there. You know, drive past it every day. <laughs> okay. So now I'm going to ask a little bit about the competition itself and, and, the, and the play that you see here in the United States because you're a valuable asset as far as that's concerned. You lived it and you grew up in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm concerned sometimes when people start talking about American soccer, and I have no problem hearing bad or good about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not one of those people. I'm not a, I am not a fan. Well, American soccer is coming on an awful long way mm-hmm. from what it was like when I first moved over here because right. it was pretty much non-existent. Right, right. You right. know, I still remember the days that I think England beat the United States ten to nothing. Right, right. You know, I still remember that. Um, and it, it's come on along an awful long way. Mm-hmm. But, but go ahead, yeah, go ahead. But until we embrace promotion and relegation, the United States men's soccer team are going to continue to fail. Right on the world stage. And that's, and that's what, I mean, promotion relegation is a huge part of it. And it's not even just that the pure aspect of that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's very important because we need investors and we need all of that stuff. One of the things that came up today in conversation, um, you know, uh, Don Garber's talking about the league MLS. Let me, well, let me, have you watched any of that? No. Okay. Um, the league is set up for parity and I don't, I hate when I talk about this because I don't, I have never, and I will never make fun of a supporter. I will never make fun of a player. Mm-hmm. It's not right. It's not right no. for me to sit there and judge people on who they like. I'll never do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but to talk about the product itself is is a fair thing to do. If I'm paying to go see that product, right? yeah, I want to voice it. And as an American soccer fan, mm-hmm. if it's impacting what I want to see the national team turn into, yeah. I'm going to talk about it. The league is set up for parity. That is not a st- – Garber's talked about that. 
That's not an insult. The league is set up for parity. <laughs> this is such a loaded question. Is EPL set up for parity? <laughs> do they do everything they have to do to make sure that those three teams that are getting relegated don't get relegated by them? Yeah, but, you know, the, 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 it's such a dumb question because yeah. it's so – the, so the, the way I look at it is you're rewarded for being successful. Right. And you are not rewarded if you come last. Right. There are consequences for coming last. Right. Okay? There are rewards for being in the top. And until we see that and then get the competition going right. between the teams, the um, – that's what you're going to see is parity on the pitch. The guy on in the midfield that is battling um, to score goals, I don't give a crap because you know what? Whether we win or lose, it's still going to be here next year. Right, right, you know? right, absolutely. We're going to still be right here. Exactly. You know, um, there's got to be some kind of accountability. And right now there isn't um, because most of the players in the MLS, they and in the men's national team, I'm sorry. Right. They play in the MLS. Right. There's a okay. good. Okay. Right. You know, um, there's only a handful of the international players that actually play abroad in the better leagues, whether it's South America, whether it's Mexico, whether it's over in Europe. You know, there's there's a good young crop of players that have, yeah. that have been over the last year that are playing in England. And I mean, Pulisic is the obvious one. Yeah. And then you know, when when um, the men's national team were red hot, you know, you had um, you know. Players playing for Everton, you had them playing right. for Fulham, you had right. them playing. In well, that's what I was going to ask you about. You, you, you follow Brian McBride played at Everton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember when John Harks played at Nottingham, but he was back going mm-hmm. back about twenty something years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they brought Liverpool had an American goalkeeper. What's that? Liverpool had an American Liverpool, goalkeeper. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Jeez, mm-hmm. And then it, well, so obviously uh, when um, Brett Friedel, Brett Friedel, yeah. Friedel played there, mm-hmm. and then uh, well, Everton obviously, but the uh, you know. Uh, when those players have to play in that environment and fight. Uh-huh. And then they came over here, and I think it was 86 or 90, well, 92, 92-ish, and then we started to move on. 2002 was my favorite American team because we had uh-huh. a bunch of guys that had played over here uh-huh. and had to fight for their position. Yeah. And then on top of that, we had our younger players, a very young Landon Donovan, yeah. who had success at Everton. The two times he went over to Everton, he played well. That's when that's when McBride scared the hell out of Portugal. Right. Yeah, oh, that was yeah, so great. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, is that there was hunger. Mm-hmm. Every player, either having experienced the European thing, and even they get played at the top level against right. the best players, and over in the MLS, they're playing against the EPL guys that they're not the best anymore. Not the best. Yeah, you know, they don't they don't play for Manchester United because right. they're not the best anymore. Right. You know? know, and then they can't. The level of competition is at a certain level, and then they have to market the national team because of this insane system that we have here with some and making sure that there's some sort of connection monetarily with some and the national the federation and, and MLS. So half of these guys were starting MLS players in a league that's set up for parity. And then all the guys in the outlaws, and I'm not knocking the outlaws, don't get, don't even, but I'm saying they go to these games and, and, and they're like, what's going on? How come we're not winning? Well, we're playing mediocre players. Yeah. And then you got guys like kids like McKenna and you got kids like Boyd who are now playing overseas, who I'm afraid are going to get over, are going to get stepped over because they're not playing here, and we got to have our allotment of MLS players. Yeah. Does that happen? Do they care about what teams play, where the team, where the team players play over in England, Mike? I mean, they don't. It's so stupid. Yeah. But I mean, um, I, I, it, it drives me nuts, and, and it's impossible for me to even to, to, to fathom how we think we're going to move forward. Yeah. And the only way 
what we can do to move forward is promotion and relegation. Right. You know, and um, if uh, Mr. Edwards is out there listening to this, um, hopefully we'll we'll see that in the USL promotion and relegation. We've got all those leagues now in our own league system. Let's get promotion and relegation. You know, promote the ones that are success, successful, and let's demote those who are not Shouldn't successful. Shouldn't be there anymore. You know, I mean, four years running this year. We're not done yet. Four years running in the European in, in England, yeah. we would have had at least a chance of, get, of being promoted four years in a row, mm-hmm. based on where we finished during the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, based on points, and, and you know, but they, you know, Cincinnati and goes up. And, you know, I've got a problem when teams just die the way in. Yeah. You know, um, you just, know, it, it's, it's it's just not right. Right. And why would we wouldn't adopt the culture that made the game what it is worldwide? Just yeah. to, mm-hmm. you know, I think isn't this the only country that, that, that does yeah this is the only country that does good things you know whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, but now at the same time uh, like you're saying now you come to a Louisville City game I want to ask you about the quality yeah. of what you mm-hmm. see at Louisville City and I think the hunger that O'Connor brought over here yeah that's where that mm-hmm. comes from the, the the fact that he made these kids fight yeah. as hard you as know, they did um, and played his way through the chef that was there the first yeah, year you know, we all know that some of those guys did not want to do he's, just, he's been over there he's done he's right. played for Stock City. Right. He's played for Sheffield Wednesday. Right. Um, now, okay, he he knows what it's like over there. He knows how competitive it is over there, and you can see that when um, Nile takes the pitch. Right. You know, he, you can see the passion in his eyes. You, you can see his drive to get um, Louisville City forward. Right. You know, um, because um, I know we have supporters that go to go online and they vote for the the man of the match. Right. But, you know, from Scouser's house, we have a unique view of the game. And um, there's quite a few of the games. Now McKay was on man of the match because he was all over the pitch. You know, he, he was box to mark, box, um, man, he, he's defending, he's attacking. You know, he's all over the place. And it's not just this season, it's every season. Right. You know, um, that's the kind of player that I like. And one thing that this season that has really surprised me, is Mr. Hobart in goal. Right. Oh, he's been, oh, he's been God's outstanding. What's his nickname? Diesel. 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 I love that. Diesel. <laughs> hey, Diesel. I love that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> First time you said that, it was great. All right, yeah. man, it's, we've been here a half hour already. It's unbelievable, really? isn't it? Yeah. So, you want a bit more? Uh, yeah, if you would like okay. to, I want you to do, uh, you know, uh, let everybody have an open mic and speak about anything they want to related to Louisville City. Go ahead. Go. Okay. Um, well, if um, you want to come out and Chat with me on um, Saturday. You know, I'll be out there. At, yes, tell um, us about that. It's a fundraiser. Um, thing, right? Is that not fun? you, we, we well, have... It's not a fundraiser. It, 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 you know, we actually are raising funds for the kids out there at St. Joe's Church. Something Tom. about serving beer to kids. Serving <laughs> beer to kids. Um, because um, that can really impact funds. You know, um, <laughs> and the reason why that's close to my heart is because um, I remember when I first came over here, and my wife's uh, grandmother, she lived down there on Franklin Avenue, okay. and we'd have to drive past that place on. Christmas Day, and I'm thinking, are you serious? Those kids have got absolutely nothing. nobody right, right. Sure. to go and have Christmas with. Mm-hmm. And uh, my good friend uh, Finbar, he's the um, um, head chef out there, so I know the kids get fed well because okay. Finbar's cooking. Mm-hmm. You know, Finbar's great. Um, so Finbar reached out to me and said, that, you know, how about um, coming out and helping us out and the minute he said how about getting beer out yep done that done 
Yeah. B E. I can be talked into that. B E. You don't have to put my arm behind my back. I can be talked into giving people beer. So, um, for the first time this year, I reached out to the supporters and I've asked for anybody in the supporters group who has got time to come out because charity is not always about giving money. Right. The most valuable commodity that you have is time. And if you can spend some time out there to benefit these kids at St. Joe's, come out and pour beer, come chat with me, right. and I'd love to see you out there. And even if you're not um, out there um, serving beer, come and drink some beer. I'm already on board, man. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be there. <laughs> Let me ask you a question now. Think about it. Is, is, it, is, yeah. is there other things going on around? Is it a fair? Is it a? Yeah, it's a St. Joe's um, annual picnic okay. out there. And um, like I said, this one is just close to my heart because um, it just breaks my heart to think that these kids have got nobody yeah. in their corner. And at least I can go out there and spend a few hours of my time every year to help them out. Do they have music there? Absolutely. Good. And we're going to bring our own music too. You know that, right? You are. You're going to bring your own yeah. music. I'm going to bring a nice big speaker and we're going to be jamming away. Good. Okay. We should talk. Yeah, maybe I yeah. can help you with that. Yeah, maybe you could. Maybe I could help you with yeah. that. Yeah. We can talk I'm about definitely going to be there. Yeah. And, and by the way, man, you know, you know the first concert I ever went to. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear. Don't say the Beatles. No, that's no, not the Beatles. I'm not that old. I know you're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Liar. I did, but to, I did go to the same school as Paul McCartney. You know that, right? No, I had no idea. Yeah, not the same time. Not the same time. I was going to say no, he's no, older no. than you. Yeah, yeah, he's in a wheelchair. He's older than everybody. Yeah, but um, it's the first concert I ever went to. I saw Queen live at Wembley. Come on, <laughs> that was your first concert? Very first concert. Not on. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. Because yeah, so, I mean, to be your first live concert to be exposed to Freddie Mercury. Yeah. That's like you know, that's like you, my you, first you know shooting. Me. My first shooting experience was was with an atomic bomb. You know, <laughs> that, the first time. I, I mean, that's because that must be crazy. Yeah. God. You know, and all it was was a train ticket down to Wembley, and then you get on, go down there, and you, you see the concert, and then it's. That must have been, that must have been insane. Yeah. I mean, so, there had to be what 90,000 people there, right? Probably close to 100,000. 100,000. Yeah, yeah, the place was packed. Nobody, <laughs> nobody worked an audience like that guy. No yeah. one. No yeah, one. So, um, you know, if I'm down, I kind of start playing some uh, Queen. Okay, so, you know? yeah, maybe, um, like I'm saying, I, I have uh, I have a bit of a PA system. Okay. I even know a musician that might be able to play a couple tunes for you. You are a PA uh -huh. system. I am. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. I can't I'm, help I'm, it. I'm thinking about um, getting a groove machine out there with some drums and we'll, um, we'll do well, some I know there's a, couple of us, there's a couple of us definitely coming to serve beer. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So yeah. I mean, we have to talk. But, you know, if, if you want to come out and help us serve beer, please feel free. I'll be there from 11 a.m. in the morning until 10 p.m. at night. Um, you're serving fun. beer from 11 to 10. I'll you'll be there in body by about yeah. 6. Yeah. By about <laughs> 6, you'll still be there. So hey Mike, hey! If you've got time to come help us out, come out and help us out. You're gonna have to get an Uber home from a children's picnic. <laughs> hey, remember that time we all got really wasted at the kids' picnic? <laughs> and, re and remember, 6 p.m. is the 2 a.m. of daybreak. <laughs> and just remember, it is a Catholic picnic. Yes, that's so drink anything more. goes. So okay. drink more, yeah, anything yeah. goes. So okay, so you have the you have the fundraiser or not fundraiser, but obviously the uh, an outreach deal. Um, anything in the future? Is there anything that you 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 know from Scouse's House perspective that you can touch on and say, man, we we'll definitely do this in the future, and there's some good stuff going on. Yeah, we got always got some good stuff going on because um, you know that Scouse's House is always evolving, and we've already um, done it for uh, the Derby City Rescue, which is um, 
a animal rescue um, facility and um, we've uh, sent them quite a bit of money and um, some um, um, we had a, a drive there the other week for people to bring dog food okay. and um, sundries out so that we can get it to them right. um, and actually one of the, the main things that are coming up with um, I hate to say it, it's in the middle of August and it's blazing hot outside um, but um, winter's coming Yep. and Scouser House um, very shortly is um, going to start collecting coats for kids. Awesome, awesome. So um, I'm going to encourage people to go hit the closet and those um, coats that are sitting in the corner of the closet that um, no one wears anymore because they're too small right. um, or they've gone out of fashion right, right. is um, get them out and we get them to Scouser's House because, you know, we um, there's no reason why any child should be going to school um, cold because right. they can't afford a coat. Awesome. And um, we're going to try and help out doing that um, in the very near future. Well, I, do you have anything else? I've, I've got some stuff I want to say to you, Scouts. Oh, baby. Well, <laughs> should I move? So there, yes, there's. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. I'm, I'm not going to make you play Where's Waldo in my apartment, okay? Okay. But there's something right over my right hand shoulder. Yeah, you mean the bushmills? Do you have any idea why that's up there? Um, because you're an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> so to, to frame this for no, everybody, right here to my right, there's a very large picture of some Bushmills barrels. Okay. That was the first thing I saw when I walked in your apartment. So the, so the first time that, that I met you, yeah. you were sharing a very large flask of Bushmills with me at the St. <laughs> Paddy's Day Parade. Uh-huh. So you're the reason that that's on my wall. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to point that out because okay. that's, that's the story that I always tell everybody. Yeah. That's, that's how I know about Bushmills is because you were serving it up to me before yeah. I – Was it good? Yeah, oh, it was delicious. Of course. And, and it's like I'm actually – I'm out of it right now because that's the one that I – Yeah, because I have to I, I tend to drink. I'm, I'm drinking Jameson. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that was, yeah, that, the Jameson was given to me with almost everything that's over there. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's, it's a good problem to have people just randomly bring bourbon over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, uh, you are a, uh, you are a people person, sure. and yes. and it has amazed me to watch your, uh, uh, the, just the way that you communicate with people and the way that you have grown that section over there. Yeah. It's it's just through, you know, like, hey, my name's Mike. How are you? I do this thing for Louisville City. You should come out. I mean, it's it's amazing, and I've watched you do it, and it's like. It's oh, it, it's you. almost you inspiring know, to and, watch. And that's all it's about is, is getting out there and talking to people. Mm-hmm. I don't care who I talk to. You, you can tell me to go shut off, but you're not going to have my feelings gone, you know. But um, a lot of the time, I've never been told to shut off. I, when I'm, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know how. If somebody said that to me, go shut off. Uh, if, 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 I, if I have to. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm kind of um, so so when when you went in front of. Uh, uh, what do they call it? I guess the board or the uh, when we were talking about uh, yeah, uh-huh. all, the, all the funding for the stadium and everything. When you yeah. gave that, like it's kind of a rousing speech that you gave. Yeah. You, I'm kind of surprised that you didn't develop some kind of a cult following after that because <laughs> yeah. people celebrated that and they were like, "My God, this guy loves soccer!" Like. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and that's what it's about. It's about passion. Absolutely. Know? And if um, I want you to come out and I want you to feel the passion that a soccer game will give you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, did you know soccer is the only sport in the world that's actually stopped the war? Did you know that? Stopped? Yeah, that was World War One. World War One. I remember. I've, yeah. I've read about that. Yeah. Uh, the old, the, the, the infamous um, Christmas Bob, Day. Christmas, 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 Christmas Day, Day um, where the, uh, the British soldiers and the German soldiers played a game? Uh, game of football in the middle of uh, no man's land. Yeah. 
you know, and it's not just that. And um, I'm aware of um, it came out in um, the Middle East where um, right. the, the Palestinians stopped shooting at the the Jewish people right. was right. just so that they can right. watch a, a football okay. game. Right. You know, and um, if you watch the the show that I saw last night, you know, it's 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 very moving and. You know, that's the power of football. Right. You know, um, to stop people killing each other, just to watch a football game. Right, 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 right. You know, so get out to Scouts' house, whether it's, you know, doesn't matter what game it is, go out and join the Coopers. Right. Coming out and see a live soccer game mm-hmm. right in front of you. It, you know, it's all very well watching the EPL on the TV. It's on the TV. Right, right, right. Exactly, know? exactly. It's on the TV. That's absolutely correct. You know, you can experience it. You know, one of the, one of the things that really pisses me off <laughs> are the kind of people who have got to have the iPhone out or they've got to have the, the, the smartphone out and they've got to capture every moment. Experience it through your own eyes, so not true. through a lens. Experience <clears throat> it through your own eyes. So you know, I didn't have a... Um, a camera to see Liverpool win the title. Right. I was there on the cup. I experienced it. Mm-hmm. I never had a camera watching Queen live at Wembley Stadium. Right. That's a blazing in my memory. And it's all mine. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't have to share it with anybody. It's all mine. I was there. All of us sprinting over to yeah. Scouts' <laughs> house from that New York and game. You know, my, my very, very all-time favorite goal of all time was when, in 1977, Liverpool are playing Tottenham Hotspur at Anfield. The seventh goal, where Ken Dalglish picked it up on the edge of the Liverpool box, and he hammered it out wide to the left wing, where um, Stevie Hardway, first kick up, first time ball, right over into the box where Terry McDermott nodded it in. I was there. Ah. Wow. And you get this, yeah, right. and thanks to BBC, I can I can relive it. But if you go onto YouTube, you can see it. You know, Terry McDermott's goal versus Newcastle. And, oh, sorry, Tottenham Hotspur. And it, if you see that goal, and I was there, right. I saw it firsthand, right in front of me. Didn't have a camera, so please, people, I know it's great taking a, a photograph every once in a while and video taping Joe as he's singing. You know, the national anthem, but experience it for yourselves. You know, have it blazed right. in your memory. There was, we, I was at Pelé's retirement game mm-hmm. against Santos, and when he when he got on the microphone and started screaming love, mm-hmm. because that was a very tumultuous time. It was a very difficult time back in the late 70s. And the power in Giant Stadium with 70,000 people, mm-hmm. him doing that was un. Believable. I mean, I'm getting chills thinking about it right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, definitely. Uh, I mean, just to hear you share that, it means a lot. It means a lot. And that's it probably explains a lot as to why you're doing what you're doing to help. Yeah. And, you know, the, the thing is, too, is um, I've, I've always been brought up. The guy that you walk past the street, your smiling face can be the only smiling yeah, face right. he sees all day long. Amen. Amen. You know, so always be nice to people. Smile. And speak to somebody, you know, because, uh, you know, you know, you don't know what they're going through. That's right. And, you know, just say, uh, good morning, how are you? Um, 
you know, it, it can make somebody's day. Absolutely correct. Well, it has been uh, quite the experience. I personally want to thank you for putting the section together. Okay. Personally, want to thank you for being the decent person that you are. Um, you've really become a friend. And thank you very um, much. I hope and, that um, I'm looking forward to many more years. One more before we go Absolutely. to uh, Derek Johnson. Oh, miss you, man. I miss you, man. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, Scouse, Michael Bromelo. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll yeah. have you on again. And I'm gonna try. Really? I'm gonna try. Yeah, I'm gonna try. You're not gonna change the locks. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and think of ten seconds of my life where uh, Everton did a little better than the Blues. To are we gonna? Are we gonna <laughs> Look at that. There it is. I mean, how, how beautiful is that mug? Look at that. The Giants are up. The Giants are winning. Thank you. All right. Thank you, pal. Thanks, you we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna finish up. Right All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna we, give Matt a hard time. Okay. Are we gonna do? Because he's the only one with the. Um, yeah. We're gonna do rim shots. Okay. The bright green uh, headphones. Oh yeah. Dazzler Myers. Matt, have you? Um, Matt, I, I'm gonna ask. I mean, obviously, you were, you were you were you did the mascot thing when you were a kid. Yes, I did. And you did the the experience of becoming part of the Louisville thing, and the passion that Mike is mm-hmm. sharing right now. I, Speaking of mascots, is he even aware that thing into the game? That looks awesome. I don't know. I'm trying to to um to get him to to do it, but mm-hmm. um I'm not sure if anyone knows about Hayden. Your, but, your son? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, but Hayden's autistic. Right. right, right. Okay. He um, has a problem communicating, and he's taking it upon himself to make this mascot. He's taught himself how to sew. Oh my gosh. Okay. He went and um, he's got a new job now. He works for Kroger. All right. Okay. So if you want to go see Hayden, he's at the Kroger out there on Mud Lane and he, he'll be okay. the guy standing okay. at the front bagging and getting your carts in and Good taking your groceries out to the car. But he took it upon himself to make this mascot and it's purple and white. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, the, it's, it's a, I'm not sure if it's a Fox or it's a wolf or whatever it is, but um, oh, fox. he he's blown me away because the the detail he's put into it and the time he spent on it, and this is all off his own bat. You know, we didn't tell him to go, hey, go make this mascot. And I know somebody wrote out there that uh, oh god, no mascots. It's, it's not the point about having a mascot. Yeah, that's not the point. Yeah, it's not the point. Missing. You know, they, Some people just get triggered. Yeah. yeah. He did something awesome. If I tried that, it would look like a purple potato with my hand sewn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what we do at the end of the show is we have a little segment called Rim Shots. And Rim Shots is where we all get to riff on something or m- multiple things um, p- pertaining to soccer in general at first. It would be Louisville City or something in the game. Uh, or just say happy birthday or something. You want to go first? Um, yeah, I can go first. Okay. <laughs> Lincoln Davis. Hey, where's Lincoln? Lincoln Davis. Yeah. Front and center, boy. Here he comes. There Come he here. Is. Watch your step, kid. Watch where you're going. Hello, sir. Hi. How are you? Good. Um, do you have something that you would like to say about soccer in Louisville? What, how do you feel about soccer in Louisville? Good. Here, come on. Can, can, you, come squeeze here. can you squeeze over here? <laughs> tell, tell us about how you feel about soccer in Louisville. Very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite team? Who's your favorite team? Louisville City. There you go. That a boy. Yep. Give him a beer. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's How, Saturday. What's, what, what's the most amount of goals that you scored in a game? Uh, four. 
Four oh, goals. Wow. Wow. High five. Wow. Gonna have to start calling you Wayne Rooney. Wow. That's a double that's a double brace or a hat trick plus one. Or a metric. Or a metric. <laughs> well, a metric. Yeah. Thanks, dude. I just wanted to have you on. You, you, yeah. you know, that's probably the only time that you're going to be in the show. I wanted everybody to get to see your beautiful little face. Until until you grow up and you become a member of the team. Yeah. Yep. Sooner or later, you're going to be a big time member of the Groove Machine, right? All right. Good job, kid. All right. <laughs> Lincoln. So, there you go. I'll, right, come, I'll come get you in a little bit, okay? Okay. All right. Watch watch where you're going. Love you. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. That was my rim shot. There the you day. go. That, that's, yeah. and that's the that's best rim shot ever. That's about literally the best <laughs> rim shot ever. Matthew? What? Do you have any room shots? Um, nothing soccer related. Got a video game Do related it. one. Do it. Do oh, it. Anybody ever played the Castlevania games, particularly Symphony of the Night? There was a Kickstarter game called recently that's basically done in that same vein called Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, something like that. Basically a knockoff name of Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Was that, that English? Is, so Was that? is that English? Good. Yes, I think so. <laughs> He put a ver- he did put a verb in there somewhere. Yeah. That, <laughs> Just because I don't use thirty extra U's, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> no, seriously, it's really fun. I've been okay. playing it the last week, so yeah. It's what's been distracting me from everything else. That's good, man. Yeah, That's like cool. all the hacking and coughing. That's what I was gonna say. I hope you feel better. And stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. Thank you. Uh, I slept like fifteen hours to last night to today. So. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, that means you're getting over it, maybe. maybe yeah. That your body's just, you know, because after you get sick, you, you, you know what the cure is, right? Cowbell? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a band. They, like, had some stuff. Right over that, Jameson. All those bottles all those of bells that'll that cure oh, anything. I've been treating myself a couple Yeah. I've been thoroughly treating this disease. So there was, there was two of them that I wanted to touch on. Number one, um, you know, we're going to have uh, a meeting Monday. Correct. And uh, I'm definitely going to be pushing a new... Uh, long-term fundraiser. We'll talk about it on the show next week. You'll be here. I know I'm going to be on Barrel Proof, and I, I'm hoping Evan gives me a few minutes on the other one, too, mm-hmm. uh, to talk about this new. It's a long-term initiative. It's going to lock everybody together, uh, not just the supporters, but also hopefully the team as well, people that are not part hey, of it. Hey, did you know something? No. You know all of the supporters groups? Yeah. We're a team. Absolutely. You know, the team is not just on the pitch. Absolutely. We are a team too, and it's about time that we started acting like a team. Yeah. And um, getting together and um, making life a little bit uh, better for all the supporters in the stadium. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody divide us. No. Never. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm a firm believer of you never walk alone. That's right. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, the Liverpool, what would you call it? The Liverpool anthem? Yeah. Would that be fair? Anthem? Mm-hmm. Um, we still need one of those. Yeah, we'll work on that. And then uh, I guess what we kind of do, though, my old Kentucky home, I think, kind of yeah, is absolutely. I would love to see them come over and, and uh, sing it to the players, you know, all of us, find a way to get together after a game. I think that what the, the team should do is get the supporters groups on the pitch, you know, over there on the sideline and they'll yeah. sing it. I'll sing it. would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is it's, 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 it's U.S. soccer related. And, you know, maybe I should have done this first, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, you know, there was some conversation recently about uh, the league and MLS, uh, how they're dealing with this franchise thing. And Taylor Twelman got on Twitter today talking about how they need to let the reins go. And it just goes back to what we were talking about before. At some point, America is going to be allowed to be America and do what America does when it comes to sports. And and hopefully that happens because if that happens, you know, that's the that's the ticket for Louisville City to become what we should be. And, and with the new field, 
And we're going to be the premier place to play in the United States if you're not an MLS player. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what this thing turns into, but I'm not giving up on this year yet. Do not give up on this season. There's too much talent. That's the point of this. There is too much talent, and too we can beat any team anywhere with the talent. So please don't give up on this thing yet. Don't, it's great that the stadium's coming, but, man, we still got a shot at coming back and doing something good in this But, season. you know, you've, you've heard me say many a time, and um, earlier today on this very um, podcast, I said that, you know, one of my greatest mentors was Bill Shanklin. Okay, right, right. And one of the things that he has um, basically branded into my brain, mm-hmm. if you cannot support your team when they're losing and tying, right. then don't support don't them support when we're winning. Right. Okay, stand by your team. And we talked about that last you know? week. Yeah, it's, it's not always, always about winning. Sometimes we're going to lose. Right. Sometimes we're going to go through our um, dark times. And, right. You know, we're going to lose a few games. We're going to tie a few games. But you know what? Stand up like a, an adult the level, and get behind your team. The level of bonding that you do when you win is easy. Mm-hmm. The level of bonding that you go through when you lose is everlasting. Mm-hmm. Winning's easy. Clapping, you know, when people are when, – but the bonding that you do when you struggle, that's the bonds that matter. That's the ones <laughs> that – you know, you know the, one, one of the things that, you know, I just cannot abide. I cannot, I cannot abide. Johnny come lately that only supports the team when they're winning. Right. Okay. I'm not, I'm not in soccer for that. Right. You know, I'm in it for the team, right. whether they win or lose or draw. It's about, mm-hmm. it's, about the, it's about the community first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and it's okay yeah, if you sorry. want to, like, complain or sure. about this and that. You're supposed to. Just get your ass in that stadium and make noise. Absolutely. And then um, one of the things that um, – not to take no, this off of you, but um, one of the things that I always run into when I'm talking to people, okay, Oh, I don't understand the game. I've got no time, and you know, um, it's boring. And, and you know, it's boring because you don't understand it. Right. Okay. Right. Um, what kicks off tomorrow? What is it that kicks off tomorrow? Right. There's something important that kicks off tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, the EPL seasons kicks right. off tomorrow. Most of the European leagues they kick off this season and um, this weekend. Right. Okay. If you don't understand, you can always find me at Molly's. Right. Okay. You can always find me in Scouse's house. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand, okay. I will spend the time, and a lot of guys in scouts. And a lot of guys there too, too. Will spend you know, the time. James is James is great to talk about yeah. with soccer. You know, when you catch him in the first half, after he gets a, after he gets a couple in him, it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love James. He's a great guy. And He's a great guy. It's just not that hard. I mean, if you yeah. can understand American football, you know, and no it's, it's not about um, scoring a goal every two seconds. It's about the strategy. It's a, it's about the build up of the play. Right. It's about the skill on the ball. You know. If you don't understand it, I'm there for you. Right. Just come on out and say, hey, um, during the Liverpool match, right. I don't understand. Okay, well, sit next to me and we'll go through the game right. step by step. Cool. Folks, I hope you had a good time tonight. Next week, uh, we will have John Neese. Next, This is not John Neese. John Neese. That's not John Neese. I don't know this who the John <laughs> Next week. John Neese will be here, uh, Jorge Pazmilo and James Pizzolato. And then January, I'm sorry, January, listen to me, August 29th, we already have uh, Dr. Lynn will be here. Mark Lynn uh, will be one of our uh, guests, which would be wonderful to get to meet him and hear about them. Guys, have anything else? I don't want to interrupt. Uh, no, thank you, guys. No. Hope you had a good time. Appreciate Vamos you. Vamos Morados. Thank you. Vamos Morados. Folks, thank you so much for joining us. Let's go city. Uh, and we'll talk to you soon. Let's go Bye-bye. city. Good night, everybody. Two, two, two.